Hi, I'm Sarah Richard. I'm an illustrator. I um, work with IDW. do a lot of My Little Pony comics covers and stuff. Um, you are listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. Okay. Damn. I'm surprised you didn't do the ho-ho-ho. You did that last year. You're right. See? Well, if, if Jason doesn't want to repeat, then, you know, mix it up. You gotta mix it up. That's right. Spice. Got right? to coordinate. That's true. I am scratching my head over the 11 o'clock. I'm trying to uh, throw a little bit of a list together in, in anticipation of that big day. I think I'm waiting for the appropriate categories to come up. <laughs> that's what it's like. All right, I, I think I know. That, that'll force me to spend hours sit down. Because right now it's all just... I could throw shit at a wall, but it ain't. It don't no, it's not. Well, I'm trying to go over the course of the whole year and not try and remember what I enjoyed. And I said to myself, didn't I say it last uh, January? You know, I'm going to start a uh, never note. Yep. Uh, note that I'm going yes. to put in when I like it. And there's about three things. Yeah. Because it was all from that episode, that one same episode where you Best plans. So I, I say the same thing over him, like, oh. You know, as we do the show, I'll just make little notes about the things that we really enjoyed. <laughs> and that way it'll be so much easier when I go back to do And then, like, just like you, Vince, I didn't do it. So, yeah. And then I'm sitting here trying to make sure I don't forget anything. I'll try to go through the old show notes and I'm like, wow, there's 52 of these fuckers. That ain't. Fair. That's, that's what I do, yeah. right? I go, because it's all in, in Evernote and it keeps them for, Ever? in perpetuity. Yeah. But, Hence, one thing I will say though, the, uh, the new DCBS set website makes it much easier this year than ever before because with one or two clicks of the mouse, you can pull in all the things that DCBS shipped to you this year. Right. Nice. right. And you know, you know what I'm using finally? The pull list feature. Wow. Oh, I don't do that. I, you know, it's, there's a danger in doing it, but I'm working around it. Like if you say, give me Vamprella every month, cool. It'll give you the Vamprella, but it also, if there's variant covers, you gotta watch, cause sometimes it includes the variant covers, or sometimes if there's a cover you specifically want, it'll tag, like the standard cover. It's just, with Dynamite and, and, uh, Avatar, it's a nightmare using the, the pull list. But with everything else, it works fine. Yeah, I like it a lot. Nice. Yeah, we should get them to sponsor us. Uh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody! Hopefully a little bit uh, more listenable than last week. It's 11 o'clock comics. <laughs> and I've been speaking. Wait, wait, what was the matter with last week? I was, I was, we were sloppy last we week. We were? Oh, yeah. Huh. In what way? I don't know. We were just all over the place. Our timing was off. You know, huh. I'm, 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 I'm sensing that this week we're on point. Well, I think we're ready. We are on point. Yeah. I've got some cocktails in me because it's fucking Christmas. That's true. Yeah. This is, I am... Um, before we get to the cocktails, though, I'm David Price. That's true. You are David Price. <laughs> and I'm Tiny Tim. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is it about a faux British accent that makes you cringe? <laughs> well, you're, you're not. Uncle Tiny. Ebenezer. You, <laughs> I saw you in The Hobbit. You were great. You are not Tiny Tim. You are Jason Wood, everybody. What's up, people? We are all here for this festive 11 o'clock Christmas slash holiday slash yes. insert your whatever uh, you celebrate here episode. And that's going to be the show notes. It's just to say happy holidays from 11 o'clock oh. comics. We, we got to turn this baby around quick. Feliz Navidad. 
Yes, I'm psyched. Love it. Favorite time of the year, which is pretty much the antithesis of Vince's perspective on things, but he does do his best to put on a good front for us every year when we do the show. Yeah, just like the kids. I know you love it, and David loves it, so I try and love it. How about that? Yes, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. You're getting soft in your old age, man. You, yeah, uh, like you, 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 you pulled out the, the, the lovey dovey words on my birthday. It was very sweet of you on the Facebooks. It's easy when it's the truth. Oh, see? I'm gonna have a brother well up right here. Right? Yeah. I have to get yeah. some tissues. Tito, get me a tissue. <laughs> yeah. And you can take some of that holiday money you're gonna reap this season and spend it in a good way by going over to discount comic book service dcbservice.com they are the absolute best you will get your books far cheaper than you can anywhere else such as from dark horse my man richard corbin has a new five issue miniseries coming out called rat god it's a Mingling of Lovecraftian mutations and Native American legends. I'm intrigued. It's coming from Dark Horse Naturally. Its cover price is $3.99, and you can get it for $1.99. Boys' pants half off. I was a little bit reluctant. You know, I wanted to take this next one off the list because I'm getting fed up. Oh. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit fed up with the shenanigans going on. It's from Image. Um <laughs> Spawn Resurrection number one. Uh, we don't know. We don't know who it's written by, no. because Brian Wood um, is removing his name from this be, for whatever reason. Um, I'm sure we'll find out. But its its cover price is two ninety nine. You can get it for a dollar forty nine. My fingers are still crossed. But Todd, cut the shit. Let's <laughs> let's get Spawn out. Okay, let's just get it back on the charts. You know you got it in you. I know you have it in you. Get it back up there. Anyway. From uh, Marvel, hey, Jason Latour and Robbie Rodriguez are coming back at you with Spider-Gwen. Number one, remember what the Spider-Verse issue of Spider-Gwen did? How many printings is that? Four, Ooh, I think? At least. Three or four? I, I, yeah. I know three, yeah. Get in on the ground floor on this. It's uh, $1.99. That's uh, 50% off. You're not going to find it cheaper anywhere else. Okay? Um, and while you're at it, there is another company out there making waves, and it's The Valiant, because they have a book of the same name called The Valiant, and it has Bloodshot, Geomancer, Eternal Warrior, Archer Namshong, all of the, the big movers and shakers in the Valiant universe, written by Jeff Lemire, wow, Matt Kent, OMG, and it's drawn by Paolo Rivera. It is a thing of beauty. It really is. Um, regardless of the fact that this is a promo, this is the honest truth. The first issue is phenomenal. The the art is just jaw-dropping. I, I loved every panel of the thing. It takes me back, and it's contemporary. What? Um, wow. And while you're at it, the Valiant First Look is still out there in the uh, internets. You can get it at, wow, well, look what I did. Comixology, Comics Plus, Madefire, and DriveThroughComics.com. What it is, it's like a sneak peek of all the Valiant Next initiative books. Evar, Time Walker, Divinity, Imperium, Ninjak, Bloodshot Reborn. You got names like Jeff Lemire, Matt Kent, Clay Mann, Joshua Dysart, Doug Braithwaite. I love his stuff. Trevor Harrison, Fred Van Lenti up there, and Clayton Henry. So go to those places. Check this out. Valiant is going to come on strong in 2015. Make no mistake. That's you right. got to be in on this. Yep. No argument. Cool. Nicely done, sir. 
Thank you. Well so, done. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Merry yep. slash Happy slash Festive Kwanzaa to Love all it. of those out there that may be celebrating that. I've still never met someone that actually celebrates Kwanzaa, but I, I they say that there are millions, so. I'm sure there are. I, I like the aesthetics of Kwanzaa, uh, personally. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's, it's really nice. Yep. Righteous. It is righteous. And, uh, what are we, uh, swilling here? Well, um, I did go to the liquor store today and pick up some, some Dom for the annual, the, the, the Dom mimosas for, for our, <laughs> our, our Christmas morning brunch that I always do. See, I never understood why that was such a sacrilege. Uh, because Neesman's point was that Dom is a very expensive champagne, and if you're going to mix it with OJ, why get something expensive? Because you could just mix it. Oh. He's not wrong, but it's just fun. <laughs> but I am not <laughs> drinking Dom right now because I'm going to be drinking it on Christmas Day. So I, uh, but since I was at the liquor store, I went and shopped for some, some micro brews, some craft beers as they're called these days. And so I picked up a sixer of River Horse Lager. And you guys know River Horse is another name for a hippopotamus. So the logo is this cartoon hippopotamus. And, uh, I've never had it before. It's 5% alcohol. It's, uh, brewed by River Horse Brewing Company in Ewing, New Jersey. Shout out to my, uh, I, I once lived in Ewing back in the day when I was a kid. So it's a Jersey beer and it's quite good. It's very hoppy. Very, very hoppy, mm. which is always iffy for me. Sometimes I'm grooving on it. Sometimes I'm not. But I must be in the mood, so I give it two thumbs up. So you East Coasters, if you find a uh, craft beer section that has River Horse in it, give the lager a try. Wow. I'm all about the hops. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. It sounds like tonight would have been a good night to catch up on some uh, Elephant Men with that lead-in. Look at you. Wow. Continuity. But alas. I love it when he, get, I love it when he gets creative like that. I know. Yeah, it's, it's rare, so it's we got to win. Usually happens at the beginning of an episode, and then, you know. Oh, yeah, Peter's out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's your present. Ah, that's it, baby. <laughs> uh, it's funny to uh, the liquor store. But- oh, 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 oh. I was in a liquor store yesterday. Stop. Yes. And I saw some, I was willing, if I had my credit card with me, I would have bought it in a second. Wait, 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 let's roll back. <laughs> I was in a store, if I had my credit card with me. <laughs> Did you decide to not bring a wallet with you to this? Well, no, number one, the only I, room for I, tampon. I never, <laughs> I never ever carry a wallet. Never. That's so that. That can be things. Because that why doesn't. I'm, I'm a man. Why do I need a wallet? Right. And she, unfortunately, she wasn't with me when I was in this liquor store. So, so what? I, so how would you I buy something, something then? Well, I was with other people who had to buy something. Oh, I see. Right, but anyway. It, it, I, I never ever, um, had the notion to buy tequila, but this, the decanter that the tequila came in was a skull and it was all painted up day of the dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would have left there with that tequila if I had my wallet, but you did. So that's so, so so a, a, a vodka vodka first gift, Vince. With a glass. Oh shit. No. <laughs> I'm I'm Tequila head. But anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David. For no, 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 don't worry about it. Um, we uh, when Renee and I go to the liquor store, we usually split up because she goes and looks for her wines, and I go and get my wines and and my whiskey, and then we'll throw it all in the cart, meet back up by the register. And when I got home and I was putting the the wine away, I noticed <laughs> we had uh, we had both picked up through in a uh, in the carriage a uh, a bottle of besieged. Both of you. 
both of us. So we're going to have siege this weekend. But uh, I'm not drinking anything that I picked up at the liquor store. Um, I uh, I deliver story. I, there is, there is, hunker down. Uh, I, uh, I made the trek and hand delivered, uh, my gift exchange gift to Frankie today. And, uh, and in do, see, that's that personal touch, bitches. And when I did that, <laughs> uh, he turns around and hands me a bag with two bottles of wine. And mm. one of them is, uh, called Loca Linda, which is a Malbec from Argentina. Crazy, and- pretty crazy. Thank you. And, uh, and, and it, Renee kind of wasn't a fan. She had a sip of it and, um, basically told me that that's mine. And, uh, so eh. I'll, I'm not drinking she that. She's the swill to you. She kind of does. It seems that way. Um, but he, when he handed it to me, he told me the name of one of them. And then he said, and the other one, I'm not going to tell you the name, but it's something that, um, Wendell Vaughn would like. And I'm like, all right. So right away, I have an idea. Uh, and I open it up when I get home and it is called, it's what I'm drinking right now. It is Quasar Grand Reserva Look at that. Cabernet Sauvignon Ooh. from the, uh, Carico Valley. Product of Chile. Wow. wow. Chilean. That besieged stuff sounds like the kind of swill you should be drinking when you're listening to like Armored Saint or Man of War, Man of War. Oh, or Saxon. God. You know, just like turning it up. Oh, <laughs> is that is that the intro music? You can play Man of War tonight. No, it's actually Burl. We did Burl Lives, right? No, it is a Christmas Where's... song. Though. It's a Christmas song. Because we ain't doing no Hanukkah this. Is it a Christmas song that most of our audience has heard of before, or is it? <laughs> Probably yeah, uh... it is Devo. It's Devo. Oh, Come that's on. all right. That's cool. yeah. Uh, Mark Mother's Ball. <laughs> Shout out I'm... to uh, to Football Guys co-founder David Dodds. Devo is his favorite band of all time. Sweet. Look at that. I am drinking from the uh, Trogues Independent Craft Brewery. Nice. I'm finishing off the Hopback Amber Ale. Okay. And I'm hoping to grace you guys with a number of different craft beers over the uh, course of the next month because my brothers-in-law and myself exchange beer for Christmas. That's right. Yeah, so I'll be getting more stuff. Awesome. And lots of it. So what are we going to do here? How do we have this planned out? Are we just going to rip these packages open or I have a thank you if you want to let me too. get that. I, I do too. I do. I should say I do as well. Oh, cool. So we'll do the thank yous first. Okay. Uh, well, you guys already thanked Hassan last week because he yes. uh-huh. sent you guys gifts and, and he, he did not forget about me. Uh, much love to him. He, uh, gifted me, uh, the wrenchies by Farrell Dalrymple, which I have been oh, suck. You suck. And, I don't have that yet. And Ant <laughs> Colony by Mr. Michael DeForge. Well, I have that. Well, I figured you had that one, but both were okay. on my Amazon wish list, and he was very kind enough to grace me with those. So uh, he he um, he's the man. Thank you. I've I've thanked him already, but thank you again on the air. I can't wait to read them, and we will looking forward to talking about them in the 15. Nice. The Gangster Lean in the 15, yeah, baby. There we go. Nice, Gangsta Lean. Um, my gift exchange giver was uh, Johnny No Prize. Oh, nice. Yes. And what I received was I got some Charles Burns, specifically the Sugar Skull, which is the third yeah, volume. Yep. yep. I can't wait to read that in the, the Crossed Out series. He got me one step closer to completing my Fanographics Popeye Library. Wow. He gifted me with uh, Plunder Island, which is volume four. 
in the uh, Fanographics Popeye library with the die cut covers. I love these things. And you know, if you put them all together on the on the bookshelf and you look at the spines, it reads Popeye. Mm-hmm. Each yeah. And Sleezoid Express. It's a mind twisting tour through the grindhouse cinema of Times Square, written by the man, well co written by the man, who actually um is the father of the Sleezoid Express zine. It's Bill Landis and Michelle Clifford. And this is right up my alley. I can tell you about some of the stuff that's in here, but I'm, I'm, we'll probably lose a bunch of listeners in the process, but this is, this is right where my heart beats, baby. Oh, mm-hmm. so, 42nd Street forever. Sweet. Wow. So thank you, Mr. No Price. Uh, I don't know if I should use his real name. Why not? Well, th- uh, those of us who know him know him, but. Right, okay. right. I, uh, I received a few, um, Christmas cards and, uh, yesterday, arrived um one from mr steve raker uh the family card with 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 all the kids and and the family and and steve and and deborah and it's uh he included a pretty funky um cyclops print and and he uh this basically goes along with the theme that uh he sent me from Mod Hero on Tumblr uh, of Power Man and Iron Fist a year or two ago, and this is a Cyclops one with uh, the new, all new X Men Cyclops um, with the uh, with, with with the X Cross on the mask and everything. But it's uh, I like the colors on it, so I do thank Steve for that, and and for everybody who has um, been kind enough to uh, send us cards that uh, are littering my uh, the entryway table. They, they all look awesome, especially. And they all seem to have a theme, whether it's from, um, we got one from Banfield, our vet. We got one from, uh, we received a card from my, my mother-in-law has a dog and a cat on it. Uh, the one from Gordy has his cat on it. Uh, Justin Jordan, the writer, his Christmas card this year has his cat. He, he, he basically a, a cat adopted him earlier this year that he he decided to name her Tom Waits and uh she's adorable but uh so I have a ton of cats on my uh on my entryway table so thank you everybody who has uh sent cards this year damn we took the animals off the card this year really oh that's yeah, yeah. no we, we we didn't have our animals on our card either just the kids yeah everybody worth looking at is on that card nah. <laughs> so there you go nice and uh so my gift exchange uh partner this year, or I should say I, the person who sent me, I, I'm sending it to someone else, uh, was Mario, Mr. Muscar. Hey. And Mario deserves mad props because admittedly when you own as many comics as we do, uh, it's not uncommon to receive at least a few things you already have. And mm-hmm. it's really not a big deal because, number one, it's always awesome and thoughtful no matter what you get. But, two, you can always pass them along to other people. But Mario managed to send me a box full of books, and somehow I had none of them, uh, which is not easy to do. How does that happen? I don't know. I mean, he clearly knows uh, what's up. So he sent me When We Were Very uh, by Tony Millionaire, which Ooh. is a, like a – it looks almost um, – it's, it's very wide, but only about – Three, maybe four inches tall. Um, hmm. He sent me, which looks phenomenal, from Factoid Books, the big book of martyrs. Amazing, huh. amazing but true tales of faith in the face of certain death. 
Ah, I could see why he would send you this. Yes, clearly. <laughs> uh, he sent me the Bush Junta, 25 cartoonists on the Mayberry Machiavelli and the Abuse of Power, which uh, is edited by Mac White and Gary Groff. Lots of political cartoons. Looks very good. Um, he sent the Claws Come Out by Pat Lewis, um, which is by IDW. I was not familiar with this uh Work. I don't know anything about it, and I will once I read it. Uh, he sent me two volumes of Maintenance uh, by Jim Massey with art by Robbie Spider Gwen Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent the Mac Tin Tack, um, which is this, a dystopic allegory of modern life told through a unique combination of myth and hard edged realism. And it's got a mature content warning by Marc Tessier and Stefan Olivier. And last but not least, a book called White Like She by Mr. Bob Fingerman. Oh, nice. So, yeah, man. Thanks very much, Mario. I can't wait to try all this stuff out. Appreciate it. Look at him. Yeah. He re- You're ringing the bells on a bunch of them. Yeah, the big book stuff is always – I have – um I think I have one on Grimm's Fairy Tales and – because that was Paradox Press, right? Uh, the big books? Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure, yeah. Um, imprint of DC, or at least yeah, it used Paradox to be? Press. Yeah, yeah Paradox okay. Press. Yeah, they had a bunch of those big books back then. But um, I think I have about three of them. They're always a good read. There's a lot of great artists in those books. Lots. Absolutely. See, I didn't, I, I didn't open up my thing from from Pat, man. Now you're making me all feel like I should get on that. Well, all right. So you guys keep talking. I'm gonna mute so I can open the box. All right. What's now in the box? Mute. Now he mutes. That's funny. What's in the box. That's funny. <laughs> you know, if just for that, I ain't. Oh no. snap. That's it. See, I'm opening. I'm opening. That's his uh, keychain blade. My keychain. That's funny. <laughs> oh, maybe I don't even need the blade. Abus. Right? Love it. I think you should have. That's all right. We can talk Christmas. Yeah, you guys all set. You, the, the kids started, all set. Geared up. I started cleaning today. Nice. Scrubbing grout on my hands and knees. Nice. I love it. I love to clean. Uh, I know you do. I, I. <laughs> you don't get it. But no, you... I look. I love a clean house, and and I'm not averse to cleaning. Uh, I don't know that I ever love it. I, I love, love a clean it. house, though, so I never mind cleaning because I always like the outcome. But I can't say that I'm thrilled in the process of cleaning. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Mm. I don't know why. I always have. Give me a vacuum cleaner or a mop, and I'm happy. Such is my lot in life. Maybe I was a Toxic Avenger in another life. You kind of were the Toxic Avenger based on your history at <laughs> BK and then the subsequent <laughs> effect those chemicals had on you. It's true. <laughs> wow, it's a big box. And he's not even talking. Box in your room. Because he's on mute, man. Oh, you ain't all shit. what it is. What it is. All right, he sent a... Oh, this thing's awesome. Bubble it's, wrap makes it's, a great radio. It, it absolutely is is bubble wrap. He sent me an, a funky looking. Oh, this is uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. He sent me a little um, one true Green Lantern uh pin, and that is going on the wall. He sent me a um, it is a pot. It is awesome. It is a uh, he knew I needed shit for the uh for the kitchen, so I now have a new new pot. And there are a bunch of little things in here, so I'm just going to keep opening as as we go. So I'll try. Now you have. I'll. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not opening everything up right now. So we're going to go to 
because I'm I there's a shitload of bubble wrap in here, which is awesome. So, like Jason said, that makes for awesome radio. So I'm gonna pause that and uh, okay. open things as we go. So, okay. However, you want to play this out. Now you have a pot to piss in. That's what uh, I was gonna say. Oh, but it's, it's a little too late now. The funniest stuff. Uh, I gotta say, um, you can keep opening, David. I want to just uh, reiterate something Jason said a couple episodes ago. I think it was one of his in your travels. Okay. Where you were um, singing the praises of uh, Sabrina. Yes, sir. Yes, I was gonna wait, and you know, I'll get the trade. Yeah. And th- this past Wednesday, I was at the shop, and I only had two books, and I'm like, man, I can't leave here with just two books. Uh, so, so I got the Rosemary's Baby um, cover of Sabrina, written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa and art by Robert Hack. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing, wasn't it? It felt like it was three times the size of a regular issue. I'm it, telling it was you what. So, so text heavy and not not to the not to its detriment though there's just a lot of story going on here yeah. a lot of dialogue uh, i thought it was pretty amazing and in a lot of ways i think it's better written than afterlife with archie well i'll say this archie archie's got something special going on um we're not the only ones to sing their praises but i think it's well deserved i don't see archie winning my best publisher um uh, because ultimately it would be for what, maybe six or seven issues on the year that I'd be basing that on. But right. I do think they deserve a strong honorable mention just because of the the quality and prominence with which they've brought the Archie franchise back into the comics fold. Um, it's pretty and impressive. I'm, I love that it's not Riverdale. Right. But Betty and Veronica are in it, but they are not the Betty and Veronica we know. And uh, when you think about the Spellmans... And Sabrina, that damn television show, always um, bubbles to the surface. And this is anything but that. Sure, well, the, that was uh, a Nickelodeon type of. Right, but the the there was never. I don't remember ever um, coming across, you know, wrongdoings in the whole um, Sabrina history. Mm-hmm. Like like her father's not a nice person. Mm-hmm. And and uh, there are things that um, uh, let's just say uh, appear at the end of this issue that are like truly horrifying. Like uh, he, um, well, I don't want to ruin it, but there's, there's, there's suggested nudity in an Archie book. What? Uh, the, the art I think is fantastic. It's a, it's amazingly well I done. Agree, like, yeah. I, I, I love Francesco Francavilla, but I think this is a really nice compliment to his style. It's, it's not, it's not Dan DiCarlo. Let's just leave it at that. It's not slick at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very gritty. Um, there's a lot that's left to the imagination. The creatures are really horrifying. There's one um, section where there's this girl that's picking on Sabrina. So um, one of the ants takes it upon herself to, sh- you know, scare the shit out of her. And she does so with a gigantic spider. And the spider's amazing. Um, no, it's really good. Three ninety nine cover price. You get um, the first appearance of Sabrina, which is not what she came to be. It's it's very different, but it's it's just great stuff. So check that out, because Jason was right, as usual. Of course he is. And you should follow him on Facebook, Vince, because he posts pretty cool art. Like he, there's this uh, lucha superhero machismo that he did. Um, mm-hmm. There's a uh, a play on Mandingo and and the and the uh, Mars Attacks called Mars Dingo. 
Uh, oh, nice. It's pretty cool. He does some pretty neat pulpy stuff. Um, I will follow him, but the cover rem- reminds me a lot of, of Jander Seema style. Mm, okay. Oh, very a cool. A lot. Okay. And v- there's a little Val Merrick in it, too, which is that not a bad for sure. thing. Yeah, not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, bad, I uh, it a lot. concur. So I'm going to be buying that in single issues. I, I wasn't quick enough to get the die cut cover, but that's okay. I, I don't really, I don't usually care about stuff like that because they reproduce the, um, inset image in the die cut in this issue anyway. So it's just like I'm getting it without buying two copies. Yes. So yeah. Um, there's a little bit of fun for everybody in this box. Aside from the nice stock pot, uh, I got some, Silicone utensils, uh, which is what I desperately needed. I have some ornaments for next year's Hanukkah bush. We have, um, a, uh, a cutaway of the bridge from the Enterprise with, um, what? Kirk and Spock and Sulu. Uh, I'll, I'll post pictures. It's pretty funky. There is, is it or- an ornament. It's an ornament. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, another ornament, which is, I'm going to have to kind of, Cry foul on this one because I don't know what model it. It's it's the next generation Enterprise. It's it's one seven zero one D, but it's not. It's got this extra um, nacelle that never appeared anywhere. So I don't know where this particular model came from, but it's cool. I know it was all just way too nerdy, Damn tricky. You know, um, a a <laughs> a, uh, a next generation phaser, which Renee's going to have fun with because it's a laser pointer, and we've been uh-huh. looking for a new one for for to mess with the cats. Uh, a he wanted to throw in some art, and he did. There is a pretty kick ass Epi Thatcher, and a uh, and seasons one of two, one and two of Arrow. What? Nice. Wow. Pat loves you. And what's cool is the, uh, the second season has Blu-ray, DVD, so Dad can see it, and the, uh, ultraviolet digital versions. Now you can take it with you anyway. That's right, baby. So look at thank you. you. Tons, Pat. I love it. I love everything. This, this that is, is awesome. It is. I, I lucked out. Cool. Now let's get to the, the opening of the packages. Oh, you want to jump right in it, huh? No, I've been, as I said. All right, all right, Vince, all right. No, wait, as as I said before, when when they couldn't hear, I've been, I had these packages in my office for better part of a week, and it's been killing me. If it was from anyone else, I would have slid it open a little bit, peeked Mm. in, maybe maybe shook it a little bit, but no, I I respect these guys too much to, to, for any of those kinds of shenanigans. So I didn't, I didn't touch them at all, and it's, I I need to open these things. Well, I told you you can open my box. It's got it's got every there's a couple gifts in there and they're all individually wrapped. So I'll open open Jason's Vince. All right. Well, you guys talk while I'm doing this and get my samurai sword out. Oh, your uh, keychain pen knife. It's not a keychain. Oh, okay. And it's authentic from Japan. This 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 pot is awesome. I'm gonna. Is it a Ginsu three thousand? No, my, actually, my dad brought it back. He was in the Korean War. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he actually, this is, it, it's vintage, and I love it. And it's from my dad, you know, whatever, right? And a quick shout out to, well, over your, you could always mute it when you're doing that, but, uh, over, uh, <laughs> shout out to our, our buddy, Ma- Asrar, who, uh, I just read the last issue of All New X-Men. And he's uh he 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 handled those art chores and it's beautiful. Yes. The continuing adventures of the young 
future flung X-Men are now dimension flung, uh, each finding themselves in a different dimension, including uh, Jean, who is in the Ultimate Universe currently. Really? And she meets, well, she's, for her last few episodes, uh, last few issues, she's been hanging out with Miles Morales, but they have now encountered the Ultimate X-Men, including meeting the Ultimate version of Jean Grey. And of course, they read each other's minds and get all, all verklempt over what each has gone through and how different their lives are. So, that's good stuff. How about that Black Nebula thing coming up? Uh, yeah, certainly. I'm looking forward to that for sure. It's going to be a massive crossover. It's in like, um, all new X-Men, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's in Guardians Team Up. And it's in Nova. And, uh, Legendary Star-Lord, right? I think so. Wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Nova. I don't, I don't think know. Nova, but right. I, was, I wasn't going to correct you. I was just going to let it go. You, I, I need to be corrected. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. oh, I'm glad you reminded oh. me. Um, our buddy Gordo, uh, Gordy Adams, uh, called me out last week. The, uh, Richard Storber, Richard Corbin story that appears in the Vampirella Archives volume eight is not the only place you can get that. Uh. That was, that was also printed in the, uh, Warren Presents Richard Corbin volume that was published by Dark Horse. But I know for a fact, that there's a Richard Corbin story in that Vamprella Archives. I don't know what volume. I will research it for those who care. Uh, that has not been reprinted in the war on the the Dark Horse side. So, but thank you, Gordy. I'm glad he called me out because I don't, you know, I don't want any BS here. Well, we got it. We and and uh, Bean was kind enough to share photos of an actual slipcase copy of that uh, that Kamiko. Slash Grendel collection you mentioned from Amazing Heroes. Right. But the novel never existed. And of course the movie doesn't exist. Right. right. Okay. So now we're all on the same page. Let's open something. Have Who at it. For- you're, you're so what do you want me to you're do? On, you're on the floor. You have the floor. Right. They're numbered. They're numbered. I'll open one. Open number one. It, oh. They're okay. numbered. I see that. Yes. Number one. Feels like a book. It is book. Woohoo! Sheer filth, ladies and gentlemen. Every issue of the legendary cult fanzine remixed and remastered with previously unre- unre- unseen material. Bizarre cinema, weird literature, strange music, and extreme art. Who was this book made for? You, Vince. That's right. Published by Fab Press. Oh, and it's laid out in faux typewriter font. <laughs> Love it. Tailor made, son. Oh, look at this. This is, well, you can't because it's radio, oh. so sorry. Uh, we got Jane Mansfield in here with her titties hanging out. <laughs> it's a win already. You said titties. Robert Crumb, Sex, Death, yes. and Big Thighs in the Comic Strip. This is awesome. I'm taking this to bed with me tonight. <laughs> yeah, yes. you are. My man, thank you. This is right up my alley. You got it, bro. How, how, did, how did you know about this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a good, I'm a mind reader. Uh, the Defilers. Blood Feast is in here. Yes. Yeah, you. I met, I met Dave Friedman. Doesn't mean anything to you, but it means a lot to me. Nice. Before he died. Yep. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome, sir. Play to my strengths. Yeah. So who goes next? I don't know. You want to spur some comic talk in here? You know, so. Sure. We can do that. Yeah, let's, let's mix it up. I got caught up on the Fire and Stone series. I know. I, I meant to get caught up for this week, but I didn't, but that's fine because I'm, I'm probably, it's going to be a few weeks probably, so. 
I the only the only series I've I've read three and I haven't started the Aliens Fire and Stone. I finished Prometheus and I am current on the first three issues of both Alien oh. versus Predator and Predator. Well, unfortunately, the Aliens one is the one you should read first. Well, I know I should, but since it hasn't completed, I figured I'd just go back and read it all at once. Okay, because if you look at the timeline, yes. as I did. Which, it, it's, I'm sorry, which, it's, which is why I'm reading, I finish an issue of AVP, then I read Predator, because they are happening at the same time. Right. Because it's, well, we'll get into that. But, I think it's pretty amazing how closely they tied these books in with not only Prometheus, but with Alien and Aliens. Yeah. Because uh, going by the timeline, you have 2090. That's when the probe was destroyed on LV-223. Where LV-223 is where all the action happens in, in, the, in these books. And then in 2093, if you've seen the Prometheus movie... That's when Elizabeth Shaw and company land on LV-223 and you know what happens if you've seen the movie. Then the first, the, the first miniseries in this Fire and Stone thing, The Aliens, that happens in 2179. But it doesn't start on LV-223. It, st- it starts on LV-426, which is the location of what? Well, it's the very same moon where the Nostromo encountered the alien eggs in alien mm-hmm. and it's also the site of hadley's hope the terraforming colony which is seen in the alien sequel and that's where this this miniseries starts it starts in hadley's hope the the aliens make life miserable for the the, the people there they they manage to get off planet but where do they go lv223 mm-hmm. because it's they're, they're in this this calpamos uh system the actually zeta reticuli but they're the calpamos planetoid has three moons two of which you know uh, so we're on lv223 and this is where they tie it into prometheus one of the survivors um derek russell finds one of the uh remember in prometheus when the guy threw the pups in the air and they scan the entire yes, interior yeah. of the, yes. the the uh engineer ship well he finds one of those pups huh and uh uses it to he taps into it and he can see some of the events from prometheus like when the guy throws it up in the air he says prometheus we are mapping well the pup in this aliens fire and stone says the same thing and he also finds the notes about uh the black goo and everything that went on and there's one thing in this miniseries that really i mean i at first i was like oh hell no but in retrospect, I think it's a really neat conceptual trigger for new stuff mm-hmm. because one of the one of the survivors is uh, the aliens find their camp and and the uh, xenomorphs are going at them and one guy falls goes into the water with the alien following him and they're they're stabby and everything and they go they hit the ground the the bottom of this this whatever like lake or whatever it was and the black goo is there and the black goo initiates some kind of reaction within these two entities where the alien fuses with the human and he comes out of the water and it's like half alien half human it's like the alien is like a carapace around the human and i was like what the hell because we haven't seen that before or since but we also we also haven't seen the black goo 
And right? <laughs> when you get to when you get to the Olivetti drawn Predator mini, wait until you see something that oh, morphs okay. or merges and it's it's I can't I close my eyes and still kind of freaks me out. Cuz so so the black goo is the catalyst. Yes. And that got me thinking like okay, Ridley Scott, smart dude, introduces this substance into the aliens universe that we've never seen before in how many movies? 4, 5, whatever. Um and it just it seemed like a bit of a retcon, but in 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 hindsight, I think it was a good idea. Because now we can have new stuff. They right. can use the, the black goo as a springboard to create new creatures and and new possibilities. But the the winner, I mean, Aliens, Fire and Stone, written by Chris Roberson, art by Patrick Reynolds, Dave Stewart did the color mm-hmm. art. It's a good little miniseries, but it's just a waypoint to get to the meat, I think. Right. And the meat is Prometheus the, uh, by far. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've read I've read uh, all of Aliens. I read all of Prometheus and I think issues one of, uh, Aliens versus Predator and Predator. And so far, Prometheus is by far the best. Absolutely. Book. I mean, as, as, as much as I like Mooneyham's art in, um, Aliens versus Predator. And, and like you said last week, it's, it's Bushima merged with, with, meshed with, with, with Klaus and, and it's, it's, um, it's got some shaking in there. It's it's a good looking. It's it's the most comic booky looking right. of of what I've seen so far from the Fire and Stone mm-hmm. series. But yes, Prometheus visually, it's it's stunning. It's um, I mean, it's great on its own because it is def- the way it ends. It's just like any other Aliens movie. It's just it's that's just you're, you're right. You're exactly so, right. Yeah, but the the gist of the fire the Prometheus thing is. All right, we had all this stuff happen on LV-223 with Elizabeth Shaw in the Prometheus movie. And now we have um, Angela Foster, uh, commander. She's taking another ship to LV-223. This is almost 100 and it happens in 2219. So it's almost 100 and whatever. Do the math issue uh, uh, years after the fact. Mm-hmm. She tells her crew that they're on a salvage mis- mission. But in 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 reality, she's heading there. Seeking the answers to everything that befell that, that failed Wayland Yutani mission from the Prometheus film. She knows about the engineers. She knows about the possible links to, to mankind's origins. So like they touch down and eventually they find the black ooze and, and the mission astrobiologist has cancer. This guy's name is Francis Lane. He's dying of cancer. So what does he do? He says, Oh wait, this, the, the readings on this black goo is off the charts. Like I could possibly use this. This could be my cure. So he takes a, um, an artificial human named Eldon. Hello. And, and he injects Eldon with the black goo and it doesn't end well <laughs> at all. So, but the thing that got me, David, is being that you've read, um, uh, Predator and Aliens versus Predator. One of the characters from this Prometheus miniseries called Galgo Helder, uh-huh. he's the chief security officer. Yeah. He's he's in everything that comes after. Yes. And I'm thinking, what sense does it make to pattern two and a half miniseries around an asshole? <laughs> I mean, the guy the guy is a total tool. Says the Eric O'Grady and, fan. But the thing is, it's no, it's, no, but <laughs> it's no, it's never he uh, never forget <laughs> he um, it's always been hell. 
Yes, it's Skippy. He, uh, you're, it's not like he's, he's narrating it or he's front and center. I mean, yes, he is, you're kind of, the camera's kind of following him, but, um, he's front and center in you, Alien versus Predator, right? He's, uh, I, I don't want to give anything away. You'll, okay, it, okay. It, it works as you, because I could see why after you said that, because as I was reading it and you says, you know, well, yeah, this guy and, and he's, he shows up and why are you making a book, a bunch of books around it? It, it plays out. It's not as, uh, you know, you don't, you don't keep sucking your teeth as you, as you read the, the, the following issues. It, it's, there's, there's a payoff or at least it looks like you're going to get a payoff. It, it, it works. Right. It works. But then I was thinking, well, the crew of the Nostromo, weren't the best people in the world either. That's true. So it jives with the, the aliens universe. And I mean, it, he's not that offensive. It's just that he likes making with the one liners. He's kind of misogynistic he's, he's a, to, he's, the, he's to the female. Selfish. And he's, he's, yeah. he's, he'll sacrifice, he'll sacrifice his best friend to, 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 to save his skin. And, and it's, right. and I, it, but like you said, it, when you look back at the other movies, I mean, you really gotta have a, you have to have a certain personality. You have to be of a certain mindset in order to go to sleep for dozens of years to go to the other side of the galaxy. I mean, these aren't in general. I mean, aside from Ripley, there weren't too many people who you felt sorry for when they got theirs in any of the movies. And, right, and right, right. it's, you know, so it's, that just seems to be the kind of personality they go after. It's like, oh, okay. So you're, you're a dick. You're perfect to go in space for a long time and then eventually right, wake right. up. So it, it, it's kind of like it's a prison almost like you're going, you're going out in the space and your humanity's dregs and, and we don't want you on earth. So good luck. Right. But all in all, um, I think these, the fire and stone miniseries are really, really good, uh, tie into the aliens and Prometheus universes. I, I think they did. They're doing a fantastic job with these things. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I would if if you if you saw the movie and you well if if you enjoy the movies, I'm not talking about if you tried to dissect them and and let everybody know what didn't work, but if you enjoyed the movie, I think the um especially the Prometheus Fire and Stone book. Yes, I think yes. I think that would make a great um I mean, if you want to get into the whole, oh, I, I have a friend who likes sci-fi. What comic should he read? I, I just think that it works. They do work well together. I, I would definitely recommend the um, when when I look yeah. for licensed products or something, I would definitely throw this at somebody. And you know, they're going to do a, a hardcover with all the miniseries in them. They have to. I hope they do it in the order that uh, they, they should be read in instead of just right. Right. See, that's the thing. They were coming out concurrently, yeah. so if you let them stack up and you just say, oh, I guess I'll start with Prometheus. Right. There's a, there's a reading order to these things. And visually, they, they look different because you have, you have the, uh, the art on the Prometheus and then you have Olivetti on Predator, which, which fits because, you know, these are the big stocky no-neck aliens. I mean, that, that, that kind of works for his style and the, um, the Mooneyham with the, uh, aliens versus Predator. It all just, they all look different, but they all kind of make the, um, they each have their own stamp on it and, and, and they all look really good. So even though they're running at the same time, you, you're not thrown off because very few artists look just like 
Olivetti. And, and, and Jason, this is actually, this is good Olivetti. This is not, you know, nine months old looking like a preteen hope from cable. Okay. All so right. I, 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 I will say that this is, this is good. Ariel Art, I was, I was happy to see this. Yeah, he did a good job. He did. And, and I've seen the Prometheus film about 11 times now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I, I, every chance I get, I watch That's Prometheus crazy. trying to make sense of it. Dude. And I finally being come after, to the conclusion that, that yeah, just gonna no, say. The, the, the movie does make sense. It does. There, 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 there is a logic to the movie in, in regard to the aliens universe. It's there. But I, I think the way he presented it, um, didn't do him any service. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a beautiful film. I would call it a great film. Visually, it's a great film. Um, as far as the narrative goes, there's a couple things left to, I mean, that are to be desired, but I still think it's a really good bordering on great film. I would, I would like to see a, a director's cut or just something that where if he had an idea, I, I, I want to see that played out. I don't want to, I, I don't need the heavy handed or the edits or the, Hey, we need to make sure that some dude blows up or, or, or explodes right. and runs around on fire. I just, I, I like it. I'll, I'll watch it, but yeah. it's, um, it is my dream to hear Charlize tell me my quarters, 10 minutes. <laughs> That's my dream. That is my dream. I'd, what be would like, be, I'd be there in five. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> What do you want me to do? Which one, number two? Oh, I was kidding. I mean, it's not actually Charlize, <laughs> but just for the record, no, I don't want you to be all disappointed I, and shit. I, I would, I would never give that back. It would be all busted up when he got. It. And you know, and you know, it smells good too. Oh yes, yes. and it's clean, fresh. <laughs> unless, unless it's it's Charlize from Monster. Oh, oh I didn't. Do yeah, you would. You would. Makeup, you would. That was a makeup, bro. I <laughs> All right, somebody else opens She's something. a vision. David. No, she's a vision. Oh, yes. She is, yes, she is. Oh, yes, stunning. David, I, I want you to open mine right now. Whoa. You did this last year. See? He's fighting. He's all like, fuck it. I'm selfish. All right. Let me, let me move Jason's because Vince's was going to crush it if I put Vince's on top. Oh, damn. That's what she said. Uh-huh. You know... And I will tell you my reasoning for getting this for you after you open it. Um, and you can relay this to your wife. Sharpen this knife. Oh, you son of a bitch. Hi. <laughs> well, everybody, they really didn't need any packing material inside because this fucking thing is... 75 Years of Marvel by Roy Thomas, published by Tashin. Yes. Nice. And la last week when I said I was, I already had my response. Is that a fucking handle? Yes. When, when, when I, I don't tiptoe over the line, I leap over it. So I know you have the no paper rule in, installed, but I figured 75 Years of Marvel Comics, that's your company. This is, this, this book is a showpiece. And you wouldn't buy it for yourself. Agreed. So I, I I could not stand by and let you waltz to the grave not owning a copy. <laughs> I fully endorse the logic that you're se uh -huh. seventy five years in row because you never would have bought it, and I wanted you to have. Oh, it. thanks, brother. I love you. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh, all right, I'm gonna spend that's some a time. good. That's a good. That's a good look. 
It's a good look right there. Is, is, isn't that a great book? Yeah, well done. He, yes. And you could tell Renee I did it because I love it. I will. And she'll know. Hey. Hey, girl. I love you, girl. <laughs> All right. So, Jason, or David, why don't you tell Jason open something? Okay. Uh, Jason, open up. Open up your present from Vince. There's two of them. Okay. Oh. Uh, is there any particular order, Vince? I got an Amazon box and a box that you sent me. Uh, why don't you open up the box? No, let's. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Open up the the, the box I sent. You. Okay. All right. Looks like it's from the Big Bad Toy Store, or at least the box was from. I don't know if this is a reused in, in, box. No, it's from. I. You know what? I'm so stupid. I didn't even take out the invoice. I just put a different <laughs> label on it. Why didn't you just mail it to me then? Because I told you why last week, because I wanted to make sure that I had something to mail to get my gift exchange. Oh, I see, I see, gotcha. All right. BBTS, baby. Which is a great store for our listeners that like like uh, hobbies and collectibles and statues and uh, for those that are looking, they they, they always have amazing, I'm amazed by what inventory they have. They definitely carry a lot of inventory that other places do not. Only one thing about Big Bad that bothers me, the collector's grade. Oh, right. Yeah, shouldn't everything be collector's grade? Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you have to pay two extra bucks to get a pristine box? Right, let's see here. Just Bubble don't rat. look at the invoice. No, I'm not going to look at the invoice, dude. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, man. Who loves you? Dude, that is sick. Yes. What is it? It is, uh, the Shin Getter 1. It's, uh, another of the, um, of the, sort of the, 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 um, the Chugokin type of, of, of robot, uh, figurines that, uh, Vince got me hooked on a few years ago. But yeah. this is not one I've seen. No, this one's huge. The wingspan is like, I think, a foot. Oh my god. Yeah, and he's got a big, uh, doesn't he have a big lance? Look on the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, it's got a big, yeah. yeah. He's, he, so he's, he's white and red. Um, with sort of a, a pointy Shogun Warrior esque helmet or you know head, um, and then he's got a humongous Sith, like it's a gigantic Sith. It's uh, like a Grim Reaper, futuristic manga version of the Grim Reaper Sith, and green trim, and that's what she said, and uh, and like uh, blades coming out of his arms. It's sick, man. Yeah, and if it's lit from overhead, I think the trim lights up. Like nice. there's a there's a pathway from the head working down where if Sweet. it catches the light, yeah, it'll light up. I have to admit, I was a little bit selfish. That's one of my favorite designs. It's awesome. So Is I, I wasn't released? exact. It's one of the newer ones. I was gonna yeah. say because I feel like I I have been keeping pretty close eye on the Chugokins <laughs> as they get released lately, and I don't remember seeing this one ever. The one I really really wanted to get you. Um, was the shin getter, but it has like a, a torn cape on it that it's on his shoulder, but that wasn't going to be released until like February or March. I was like, ah, nah, this shit. is awesome, dude. Thank you so no, much. I, cool. I'm glad Love you it. like it. Cool. Nice. Respect. Respect. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, um, let's see here. Uh, why don't, uh, Dap, why don't you open one of mine? Oh, one. Okay. Same thing. And box has got some wrapped gifts in there numbered. Numbered for your pleasure. While he's doing that, yeah. 
I'm almost caught up on the uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Origin. I can't believe that you've read that many volumes. I mean, what did we talk about this a week ago that you said you were going to start? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm almost finished with volume five. God's bless uh, holiday vacation, huh? Well, he's yeah. not on Messenger, so what else is he going to do? It's true. Um, you recording tonight? <laughs> <laughs> when did we talk about that? Uh, Gundam, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Origin is, of course... Written and drawn by Yoshikazu Yashuhiko. And from what I gleaned from the uh, back matter on in these books, he's employing almost no assistance on, on this thing. It's incredible. It's, it's, all, it's all him. Like, I guess there's one guy to fill in the blacks. But as far as, like, background artists or, you know, vehicle artists, he's doing everything. And the dude does not use... He doesn't rough it out beforehand. When that pencil touches the, the paper, that's the page. It, it's insane. Yeah. Damn box. It's like nesting dolls up in here. One of the things, though, I wish that they had done with this series, and it's a it's a fantastic series, but there's there's no glossary. Mm-hmm. So when hilarious, I know. Well, he said open up. Oh, so with. <laughs> Now you go. When when they're talking about, um, especially in the first volume, the they're in combat and they said, "Okay, release the Minovsky particles." Like as as a a person that's not invested in the Gundam universe, do you have any idea what the Minovsky particles no, are? No. All right. See that that's the thing. The, the the Minovsky particles are the very reason for the mobile suits to begin with. These things, um, they they disrupt. Um, low frequency, uh, radio and, and radiation, like waves and stuff. So when they release the, the Minovsky particles, the, uh, tracking systems on guided missiles don't work. Oh, okay. And, and like, uh, drones don't work. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole reason for the rise of the mobile suits because they effectively eliminated long distance combat. Uh. So they had to get in close and they, so that's why they, they developed the, uh, the Gundams and the, and the, the, uh, Zakus. So it, for them not to tell you that, that's pretty damn important, don't you think? Yes. And they don't. There's no glossary in these books, which is kind of silly. But it's it's an amazing series. I'm, I'm I think they they're doing he's doing fantastic work with this. I thing. agree. I uh, he's changing things here or there. Um, but uh, the the thing I like the most about it is the uh, the Zeons. They're not mustache twirling villains. Like they're not all despicable. There there are guys under the the, the Zeon uh, forces that are actually noble. Like, how far have you read? Oh, I, I, volume three, I think. Did you, uh, encounter Rambo Rall yet? Oh, you have to remind me who that is. It's been months. I mean, it's been a long time since that volume three came out. Rambo Rall is the, one of the Xeon guys that, um, the, the Lady Harmon is always with him. And he actually got into the white base, but the operation got, well, I don't want to tell you because if you didn't yeah. read it, then it's, but to my point, he's not, bloodthirsty he's not fighting mm-hmm. just to cr- crush the federation forces he's doing it because he thinks he's on the right side right okay he he thinks the the uh the uh causes for which they fight are just mm-hmm. and so yeah but the, the it's amazing but char is pretty much a dickhead <laughs> yeah for sure he is but he has reasons to be a dickhead and then in, in volume five you'll see like i i didn't understand why in volume two he did what he did to Garma, 
somebody who's supposedly fighting on his on the same side as him and he leads him to his doom but if you read volume 5 you'll see why he did that so the the quality i uh, sounds like continues apace it gets better oh nice yeah it gets it gets a, i mean the first volume was amazing and it just keeps escalating from there mhm you you will you get introduced to all of the the ground floor uh 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 Xeon mobile suits, like the, the Zaku's in there, and then you get the Dom is in there, um, and then they introduce the whole, uh, it, I guess it's paranormal, the whole thing around which the Gundam universe is built, and that's the new type. Mm-hmm. And when, when they introduce the new type, then it really takes off. Sweet. Yeah, yeah you, oh, it's amazing stuff. I'm so, but for those listening, it is not cheap to read the series. No, no, no. No, uh, the volumes retail for twenty nine ninety five a piece. Yep. And so far there have been eight of them, and I think the projected length of the series is what twenty three volumes. It's a bunch. I know that. I just keep pre ordering yeah. them. Twenty three or twenty six. There's a lot. Oof. And uh, but they're well worth the money. The the color pages are just gorgeous. And they have that that uh, almost tacky uh, cover. Uh, right. It, yeah. The same cover treatment that marvel uses right right yeah absolutely i don't know what the technical term is for it but i wish i knew the name of that paper because it's it's amazing mm-hmm. you just it, it just feels you're comfortable when you when your fingers touch it it's just like ah it's like being having your back scratched uh-huh. yeah david would you open ah uh, dude um i never thought i would see um batman or beetlejuice on blu-ray this, mm. jason sent me or gift number one to open up was the Tim Burton collection from Warner Brothers, which includes Batman, Batman Returns, Beetlejuice, Mars Attacks. Yes. Yes. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and Tim Burton's Corpse Bride. And the, wow. I'm looking at like some of the extras it includes. I mean, the, um, the two Batman movies have, commentary by Burton and um, just a bunch of extras on, on both. The Beetlejuice disc also includes three episodes from the animated Beetlejuice series. Uh, doesn't look like Mars Attacks has any extras, but I mean, there's this thing and it comes with a, a nice little hardcover book that has never been opened because the pages all feel like they're they're still stuck together and and I love that. Oh my god, this is going mm-hmm. to be consumed. Thank you, brother. No worries, dude. I'm toying with the idea of going to the movies Christmas Day. For what? Because I I really want to see Big Eyes. Big Eyes. Big Eyes looks great. That's Burton's new movie. Oh, okay. We might actually. Uh, go to cool. Movies I I, Day, I uh, went and saw The Hobbit. Yes, How was we that? might. It was excellent. It was excellent. Good. It was, uh, it's weird. We went into this, I guess we've been so conditioned by modern Hollywood that we thought this was for some reason going to be part one of a two part finale. I thought been doing so that. too. But I no, thought but it was going to be four movies. Right. It's a straight up end. It's the, this is the end of the, of the Peter Jackson dalliances in the Tolkien. So. Well, unless he try, decides to do the summer. Well, that would be very, very interesting to see if you can do that. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <Not> a- <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, no, it was great. Um, it, it, look, if you, if at this point you're, you're pot committed, if you've enjoyed the prior f- five, uh, Peter Jackson 
Tolkien films, then you'll love this one too. If if it's if if you've seen any of those and it wasn't your cuppa, then don't go see this. But uh, but no, it was awesome. And I'll tell you, you know, he did things. I was very skeptical when he decided to do The Hobbit because, again, it's one book. Try it's, making three movies out of one book seemed a, a daunting thing. He was gonna have to he, shoehorn a lot of things into these movies that weren't in the original source material. Unlike Lord of the Rings, where he had so much to work with that he still had to, even though it was three movies, truncate some of the stuff. Uh, but he, he pulled it off, man. I mean, look, some of the stuff he does, which makes sense in, in a Hollywood setting is he treats these like prequels. He interjects a lot of the setup into the, during the Hobbit, he interjects a lot of the setup for Lord of the Rings, um, that wasn't in the original Hobbit, right? Like, for example, there's a, an interaction between um, one of the elves and Legolas, and one of the elves tells Legolas to go to the north and seek out a man named Strider. Right now, that's 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 essentially an Easter egg for those of us who have read and seen the Lord of the Rings. Right, um, right. but there's all kinds of those little tidbits in there, and uh, this film takes you from where the last, literally moments after the last one let off. So Smaug has been awakened; he's escaped. He's, 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 you know, come out of his slumber and attacks the, the village. That's, that's how the movie starts. And it ends where the start of the Lord of the Rings is, which is an old Bilbo Baggins is sitting at his table and he gets, here's a knock on the door and it's Gandalf coming to pay him a visit. So it's totally full circle. And, oh, that's yeah, it was great. And the, the old Bilbo is the same Bilbo from the original films. Which is right, which is how it, it unexpected journey starts off with with um, Ian Holm at the table, right. getting ready to draw, and and uh, and we see Frodo. So yeah, no, I think it it all. Um, I mean, we've we watched the first one when HBO premiered it, and then we bought the extended version. And same thing with with um, the sequel. We saw we recently saw um, the full on three plus hour version of um the desolation of smaug and i i really think we may while we're off this coming week uh we may make it to the theater to 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 see the five armies because it's i don't i don't want to wait six months and uh and we don't go to the movies too often so smaug is impressive as hell Uh, it is it is um it is an impressive bit of cgi for sure to say the least so that weed a workshop, they're awesome. It's unreal. it's unreal. It really is. Peter Jackson is half the man he used to be. Oh yeah, he lost a lot. I of mean, but he's really thin now. I knew he was losing weight, but he's legit thin now. It's hard to believe. Good for him. Yeah. Live longer, make more movies. Live long and prosper. For real. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan uh, Frakes. Jonathan Frakes just begging get the next Star Trek movie. Just begging for it. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of sad. Remember me? I mean, Will Wheaton to, to, to throw himself in for a, a cat uh, role. But he, he does, um, he directs a lot of TV shows though. No, I know he's a legitimate director, but yeah. it's, it's kind of sad when it's like, in, in search of. Yeah. <laughs> in search of a career. It's, it's like Luke Skywalker begging to, you know, I don't know, have a cameo or something. I don't know. Or like direct an episode of, of Star Wars Rebels or something. <laughs> Ah, all right, more packages. Ah. Packages. Go ahead, Vince. Number two? Yeah. Did you just mute us? I think so. I'm gonna be a dick. <laughs> Woo! Nice. 
I got a vinyl Funko Pop Robbie the Robot. Woo woo. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. I now have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Damn. eight, nine. I have about 13 of them now. You don't have Robbie, do you? I do not. Nice. You had, you had, you had spoken highly of Robbie in one of our Facebook Messenger exchanges, uh, back when you used Facebook Messenger. And <laughs> he's not on vacation. Uh, but, but you were like me and that you buy yourself lots of things that you like. So I was worried that you might have immediately after that conversation ordered it. So no, I do not. I do have the lost in space robot though. Oh, cool. Okay. Yes. So now he has a buddy. So yeah. Dab, you should open your number two then too. Oh, okay. There, um, when I came home, there was a, Oh, and Dap, there's a package in there that's wrapped differently than yours, and that's for Renee. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. You know, this one with the bluer. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, that's for her. All right. Um, just for, for those of you who care, no, I'm going to run down the list of the uh, vinyl Funko Pops that it. I do have. I have Mars Attacks. I have Hordak from Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Zabalba from Book of Life. And the chick with the uh, birthday cake on her head the other one from book of right. life i don't know what her name is because i haven't seen the movie yet um robbie the robot add to it i have lost in space robot phantom of the opera the metal luna mutant from this island earth uh creature from the black lagoon frankenstein's monster and mickey from the sorcerer's apprentice that's the very first one i got that, with Dave. yes i remember that the yeah, Metaluna Mutant was the one I originally was going to get you, and then thank goodness I went back and reread our conversation in the thread about it because that you made mention that you had ordered it already. So, ah, you're the man. Oh shit! This is <laughs> this actually this ties into something Vince said earlier in the episode. I can add to my Funko Pop collection. This is a Pop Holidays. This is Buddy the Elf. Yeah. Get out of here. Awesome. I didn't even know they made Bunny the, Buddy the oh, about it. This is awesome. He's even got the curly hair and everything. Oh, this is fabulous. Yeah, boy. I am giddy. I, um, when I came home, the, uh, I pre-ordered a, um, a pop figure a couple of months ago. And I guess when I ordered it, it was, um, pre Home Depot breach. So I had to uh-huh. give Entertainment Earth my, um, my new credit card information the other day and it the package arrived lickety split i'm going to have Renee open it on thursday but it is uh the um the the baby groot in the pot from the end of the movie oh nice well, did you know that they're making a cthulhu yes uh, wow i, I need that I bad I, I i it's but it's pre-order so that's why i didn't get it for you i saw it but yeah. now uh dap does Renee listen to the show uh no. Okay, well then hers is a it's a Funko Pop uh Poison Ivy. Oh sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And you know why I ordered it? Because she's got the green skin. Nice. Look at you. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Take it to damn girl out of Gotham. Right. What is up with that? Yeah. We all have our, you know. Well Jason, you need to open one. Okay. David. Tell open tell open your other one. Uh why don't you open David's? Alright. It's a big one. It's it's of, it's, it is for Felix. Luckily, Felix reps a few guys you know. Um, it's kind of a theme as far as your, it, it's, it's a stretch, but it's, it's somewhat of, when I, when I decided to get you guys what I got you guys, it, I, in my head, I thought it was a nice connection. All right. Ooh. I pre-split this. Hold on. I'm going to mute it then so it doesn't, because y'all have been making you, a fucking ruckus. Hold on. All right. You, you do that. I'm a, 
I'm gonna talk about behind the green door with Marilyn Chambers. Oh man, Vince, did you read Drifter number two? Drifter number two? Yes. No, I did not. Okay. Not, what, not dude? What? You're insane, man. Def hooked me up with a James Heron BPRD page. Oh, nice. Which one? Dude, uh, from issue 125, page 14. I haven't read this issue yet because I'm a little behind. I buy the BPRD in the trades. But it is uh, a shark of some sort. I love uh, that panel. With, yeah, with uh, it looks like a sailboat has run aground of a shark. And uh, there's this beautifully hot uh, woman with a harpoon and an older gent. But it's gorgeous. And, dude, you know what's extra cool about this page? I love that, all the ink smudges. Yeah, the ink smudges. And also, he must have redone a panel. So he drew it and cut it and taped it. So there's a taped-on panel. Now, I'm half tempted to lift it. I know. It. I saw that. I'll well. do that later when I because I don't want to mess the tape up. But it's fantastic, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome, bro. Oh, it's awesome. I love sea that freak creatures, dude. Any 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 chance to have sea creatures in a comic is a win for me. That's awesome. why I was just like, I, I love that page. Oh damn! And Felix is a joy to work with, dude. Yeah, was he is. He's extremely accommodating because yeah, we went back and forth about. Um, I mean, we weren't negotiating or anything, but I just I had a few questions, and then I um and and I mean the art was on hold, and and I mean we all everything. He just was extremely um. Understanding oh, some beautiful school. I'm glad. Thanks so much. Dude, you must have been feeling good as I was singing James Heron's praises last week then. I was, I mean. We were talking we, about Rumble. And it, 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 but even, even pre-Rumble because we met him at, at yes. New York Comic Con and, and he got the No, he didn't. That's right. But it was, um, it was, uh, I was just looking at his work and then, you know, we were talking about Rumble last week, but even, um, even before that, when I was looking at some of his other work, I was like, yeah, no, this, this, this dude's, well, I, you know, and you know, now that I'm looking at this page, it reminds me of one of the things about him that I think is going to set him apart from, from the, the crowd on the long term is that he is, um, one of those guys that can draw fantastic fantasy creatures and, and, um, you know, fantastical monsters and creatures, but also can draw beautiful women. Yes. You know, there, there are some artists that you're like, oh, they can draw a beautiful woman. And there are other people that you think, oh, wow, they're just, they, they're so great at fantasy. Sometimes they don't intermix, but, but guys that can do both, uh, I think have extra longevity for obvious reasons because they can handle a lot of different stuff. And he is, he is clearly able to do both very well. Yeah. It's a fetching woman on that page. Yeah. You know, it's got, this page has some like, I think it's got a little imminent to it. I think, like in the sense that it's a That's very clean it. line. It's a yeah. real clean line, you know. Uh, which is, That's what which surprised is, me because when right? we were Rumble, I'm like, wow, this is the same dude. Yeah, but to your point though, but then he's, you can see this, but then he gets dirty with the with the, with the smudges. He takes the ink and he smudges yeah. it to make the the topology and stuff, which is cool. That's cool. You can just picture him just just wetting his index finger, and just going, you know. Well, just, it, it reminded me of um, whenever we see Mateo. I mean, the dude's fingers. Yeah, are exactly. Yeah, dirty at a con. Yeah. Oh God! Remember that time Mateo had the uh, he he had the bag full of ink yes. and he was like pulling shit out of there. Literally everything was covered in black ink, and he was like, "I'll be with you in just a second. I'm like, dude, don't go near my page right now. You're gonna fuck my page up. It's all inky. You fuck the page up. It's gonna be in space. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's great, man. Love you, brother. Thank you so much. Well, bro. Oh. Speaking of beautiful women, yes, uh, I'm I'm paging I'm paging through this sheer filth book. Yes. There are a couple articles about Irving Claw and Betty Page. There is a picture in here of Betty Page 
on one of the photo shoots getting her pubic hair trimmed. <gasps> Dude, <gasps> worth its money, it, worth its weight in gold. No, honest to God. Betty Page getting her pubic hair trimmed. Can you scan that in? So Please. Yeah, hell no. Hell no. Make my Facebook profile. <laughs> Somehow that, that's going to find its way into my 2015 Facebook, uh, year, my year <laughs> that's in That's it, yes. Yeah, what is that all about? Yeah, they just, they use, they use, um, photos, you know, a, little, posts. a little bit of, um, you know, they have an algorithm that, that pulls up the, the things that got the most comments and likes from your year and, and kind of put together a little montage of what they, the, the, the data tells them was your, your most significant stuff of the year is a little snapshot, a little walk in through oh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can modify it though, which is cool because in years past you couldn't, but this, this time you yeah. can, you can kind of modify it, add stuff, delete stuff. It's neat. It's pretty, it's well done. I'll look into that. Yeah. Nice. If you ever go back to Facebook. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, in no, general. I was on the Facebooks today. Yeah. We wouldn't know. I was. Well, I was. Yeah, when you asked, wait, we're recording. Wait, you're like, wait, we're recording? <laughs> Dicks. Uh, um, hey, I'll, be right, I'll, be, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Okay. I, sorry, my dog is uh, pacing. Oh, no, do now, it. So do I'll it. be right back. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? While he's gone, I'm going to open up another thing. I'm going to open up another thing. Why? Because why would you open something up when he's not there to tell to hear you hear, hear your reaction? I didn't tell his dog to pace. Oh my god! I haven't opened up this thing yet because I, I don't want to rip the the slipcase, the tash. Oh, I I envy you almost because I don't think I'm going to be getting that for Christmas. Even even though I basically grabbed her by the back of the head and pushed her face into it, she's just, I don't think she got it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's what that's what happens when you expect stuff. You always get let down. Let that be a lesson to you. Do you have uh, do you have the DC one? Hell no. Oh, what the hell would I want that for? Because <laughs> it was pre New Fifty Two. Nah, nah, I don't have the DC one either. They they should do an image one like that. Ooh, I'd be all over that. Well, it's a little early. What are you talking about? It hasn't been seventy five years. No, but they should do like an image twenty five. It's they, been twenty five. They tried that with Image United. Stop. You gotta go down that road. You're already the one calling out Todd. Because I'm tired of it. Well. He's been, he's been playing around with the people who are waiting on Image United feel. And you know, I'm thinking, like, if you were a retailer, uh, as a diehard Spawn fan, I'm getting tired of it. But what about the retailers and the people who really don't give a shit about Todd? Or, or, uh, yeah, Todd and Spawn. Like, there's, there's no, I, I don't know. There, there's there's no dependability in this thing. Like, I, get it out. Get it done. You know you can do it. And it's shrink-wrapped inside the fucking slipcase. It's because it's a monster book. I think it's close to 900 pages. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Yes, really. Thank you. Because uh, this is a different episode. We don't do this every week. Obviously, because Christmas doesn't come every week. It comes once a year, and we like to lay back and let it all hang out and just have a good time and open up our presents. So if you find this enjoyable, great, but we'll be back to business as usual next week. And be thankful it's not as long as it usually is, because only three of us are opening presents. Yes, and Christmas is Christmas Eve is tomorrow, and there's much, much cleaning to do. Renee has been, um, she's been off all week. So between the refrigerator, she was working underneath the, um, 
the sink today. She, I, I meant to take a picture. The, uh, the people who built this house, the contractor is, is a piece of shit. And, um, <laughs> if he, if, I swear to God, if we were in Canada and, and, and we were able to get like on the Mike Holmes show or something like that where they, uh, they fix the contractor's mistakes, oh, he'd yeah. spend like fucking months in this house. But uh, underneath the kitchen sink, the, the, the vent, the, 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 uh, the tube, the duct from the, um, from, from the furnace is going, is underneath the sink and what? Where, no, 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 no. It's not directly underneath the sink, but in the floor under the sink and where the floor, where, where the, um, the under the sink cabinet is and you have the floor, the, the under the floor of the cabinet underneath that you have like the little, um, the, the, the riser that, that keeps the cabinet off the floor. There's a vent in that part in front of the sink. And that's where the heat is supposed to come through. But where the vent, the grate for the vent is, is nowhere near the opening to the duct. So it's like, so, so, so the hot air would be just blowing up underneath the floorboard of the sink and maybe make its way out the grate, out the vent. So, so, so it would, you know, hit your ankle while you're at the sink, but it's just like, it, it's all these little shortcuts and, and little shit work that, that, that this, this do, because the people who own a house were elderly. So he, he did the bare minimum for what he could charge with the taxes and everything. So, um, right. it, it, it is what it is, but yeah. So the, um, because it was like cheap cork board under there and it got wet, uh, Renee ripped it out and she put in, um, the, uh, the extra, flooring we had the the um the wood flooring so she's making a new base of the uh of the cabinet oh, and it looks amazing dude, she's all dude, about that base he, about that oh, base no shit, trouble shit, what i did die he came back hilarious you were gonna talk I, about I, it yeah i was the fuck? I, I was gonna say he didn't wrap this one he didn't meet the 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 edges of both ends of the wrapping paper uh, on this one thing and i know exactly what it is uh, <laughs> <laughs> you also open it you dick <laughs> i got a buddy the elf too yeah. yes. <laughs> thank you i didn't know you were naked hey sash oh it's pretty awesome it is right yeah Look at the hair i couldn't get david a buddy the elf without you not getting you one it's really nice i've got him a narwhal i'm gonna have to buy mr narwhal <laughs> I'm gonna have to put this up on a shelf higher than my other ones because if the kids see this, oh, it's gone. Buddy right. the elf on the shelf. That's awesome. Forever. David, Thank you should you. open your third one too. Oh, okay. Oh, the back of it isn't isn't completely sealed either on this All one. Alright, y'all, I was running out of paper. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. Oh, this is awesome. It's Fire Alarm Minion from Despicable Me. <laughs> oh, it's the Minion with the one eye and the goggle. You're always trying to put out fires at work, you know. So. You are right. This is awesome. I can't help it. Every time I see the Minions, I think about David. Me too. Me too. Yep. In fact, I would go so far to say I, I, I don't think I would have loved those movies if it wasn't for David. I, I <laughs> like, I think, I think fondly of those films because of David. I don't, I don't think, like, absent that, I would. I would watch those films, rewatch them. I think it's true. Aww. Really there you them. go. That is awesome, bro. Thank Minions you. and elves. Oh shit. Woo. Always all shitting. 
There's a hardcover in mine. Damn, you're just going all in, dude. It really is. No. Well, I had to move it out of the box. Now you got two packages for me, right, Vince? Yes. Okay. But you know what? We haven't been showing David any love. No, well, I know. I just wanted to make sure that the other package got there, too. It's cause, that's because David didn't level up with the multiple items, so it's just you get what you get. <laughs> Did you guys know that there's a new Deathlock series? I didn't until I, you said today that you read the first three issues. Right? Yeah. Um, and it's not the, it's not the Deathlock from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., even though it's black, no. dude. But visually, it's more in line with the Deathlock from Agents it, of yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, it kind of is. He's got, he's got the leg and, and yes, um, and it could be a direction that they're going with in the S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's this not is, Deathlock it from Avengers Undercover. No. No, it's not. Uh, and it's, um, and but your girl Domino shows up. Who <gasps> uh, <laughs> draws it? It's it's drawn by Mike Perkins, and not the Mike Perkins that I'm used to from like Union Jack or even um, Brew Baker's Captain America. It's a little different. It's uh, there's I, it may pay me to say this. It, it, there's a little bit of Diodato going on, mm. but it's still. Um, it's it's serviceable. It it, it tells the story, and there's How's a the girl Domino look. She she looks good because there's in the second issue she's um getting out of a pool. Uh, in the third issue she is face to face with Mister Michael Collins, who those of us who have been reading Deathlock for years know from the McDuffie Gregory Wright Jackson Geis miniseries from back in the day. Um, because that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting to see if there was a connection to the earlier Deathlock, and uh, and maybe there is. But this Deathlock, um, he uh, this this Hayes fella works for uh, or does does work for Medics Without Borders, and so he'll go to war torn or or um, areas that that need disaster relief. Um, when he gets there, he's pretty much activated. So it's kind of like bloodshot in a way where he'll, he'll go on a mission. He'll do what he has to do and then he'll wake up at home, not remembering him getting home. Uh, he's a widower, has a daughter in high school who isn't doing too well. Um, but, uh, it's, it's written by Nathan Edmondson, who basically I'm guessing if, if you have a gun in the Marvel universe, you're now going to be written by him. No kidding. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a, there's one shield agent. Her, her name is, uh, Andrea Hope. Uh, when Maria Hill is talking to her, there's an editor's note that references, I guess, the first Black Widow trade. So, but that's it. That's the only connection to anything else going on in the Marvel Universe. Once that footnote is done, um, we move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know who's pulling the strings for Hayes or for Deathlock. He does have a handler who, um, basically talks to him through his earpiece. Uh, she seems to be getting a little bit of a conscience and, um, um, it, it, May have been a slow build at first, but I'm, I'm glad I read the first three issues, uh, the way I did. I don't know. It probably would have felt a little of a, of a slow go if, if I was waiting, uh, for the first few months as, as each issue was coming out. But, um, I'll wait and see what the first arc is like. But so far, I mean, I, aside from Perkins looking a little different. Um, whether he's taking, you know, whether he's just trying to meet the deadlines or, or he's, he's doing a different style, just like we've seen so many do, whether it's LaRocca or JRJR, it's just, um, there's just little, there's one page, there's one panel where Hill is passing, 
Agent Hope some uh, a folder and her it looks like she's just yeah it looks like her her hand comes out from her shoulder it's like what happened mm-hmm. here but it's just but I mean it it's still it it works the action's pretty good it's um there's uh it's I don't know if I call it cloak and dagger stuff but you just you're um you're kind of in the dark like the character is for the most part so I have uh, and and he doesn't know what he's doing i mean he he was doing laundry and he's like he's trying to remember where the hell he got blood on 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 the shirt he was washing from so he he uh it looks like the biotech is the company that gave him the leg he lost his leg so uh that's where the cyborg part comes in but it's uh that seems to be the only thing that he thinks has um has changed or has been given to him. I don't know if anything else was, uh, I'm sure there, there were other things going on during the surgery, but it's, um, it, it, it's kind of under the radar. Cause I, I remember is she in the, is she is, De- is Domino in the first issue or no. Oh, okay. She's in the second, uh, towards the end of the issue. And then she shows up again in the, in the third. Oh, know? I see her. There she is. So, um, and then eventually I'm sure she's going to be face to face with Hayes, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, and I don't know if, I don't know if things are getting a little sloppy because I know that, um, wasn't, wasn't Domino in something else where she, I, I the way I read things though, I mean, it could have been months ago and it, it doesn't even matter, but I, I thought Domino showed up somewhere else recently. And as I'm reading Deathlock, I'm, it's just one of those things. It, it's kind of like with, with, um, Remender's Captain America because I, I I read all new Captain America number two and Zemo has his goons with him and one of them is Crossbones who I just saw in the Punisher going after the Punisher in Mexico and it's right, it's right. those things where I'm I'm wondering if if with everybody amping themselves up for for Secret Wars and I guess everything going towards wherever Hickman's going that I, it, it just, it seems to me that maybe editorial's getting a little sloppy with how many characters. She was in an issue of the Punisher. She was in Cable and X-Force, uh, for, I mean, pretty much through the whole thing. She's one of the, she's one of the members of, of X-Force and Cable and the X-Force. Um, she was in a recent episode, uh, issue of Deadpool. Uh, but if you've read any, I mean, she's been in Cable and X-Force from the start. So. Right, right. Uh, I'm trying to. Is she working for AIM or Hydra, or she's there? There was there was a conversation going on in the second issue, which is why she's able to just chill at a pool when when this dude was talking to her and telling her that you know she's got to go after Deathlock or get information on Deathlock. But um, I don't know. Just some things just they they seem to be running a little fast and loose with. uh, And I'm definitely not when it comes to things to be a stickler about. I don't. I don't care how many teams Wolverine is on because like I say, they're, they're, they're seven days in a week, however many hours in a day. It's okay for him to be in Westchester and at Avengers mansion mm-hmm. in the same month. But you know, when, when you have someone like nuke in captain America and right. in death of Wolverine, it's just, I just want to, I want to hope that there's a little bit tighter control going on behind the scenes. Mm. Well, he's in Wolverine's in zero now. So, He's on zero teams now. This one. Yeah, well, that's true. He did. he did now. He did. He did. Nice. Somebody else needs to open something. Oh, I don't. Well, I guess I, I'll, I'll, I'll pull a Vince. Vince, open mine. Okay. So yes, we, do not. We can get mine out of the way, and now we can focus on the other stuff. 
right, let me pause. Let me mute, mute this. You guys talk. Huh. So I read, I should say I reread, uh, as I mentioned at the end of last episode, my plan to, I reread Black Sad, uh, the first, the first hardcover that, uh, is a Dark Horse Originals joint. And that was in anticipation of then reading A Silent Hell, which came out a few years ago, and then uh, Amarillo, which is the book that came out this year. Um, but for those that don't know, uh, Black Sad is a beloved uh, Bon Dessinée comic, a, a Belgian-French uh, comic, which in, 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 Belgium, in France and Belgium, they do things sort of like graphic novels pretty much. They don't, they don't do single issues. And it's a noir, it's a Humphrey Bogart-ish noir private investigator. John Blacksad is a big, burly feline. I should say that for those that don't know, this is uh, by, by Juan Guarnido and it's, it's anthropomorphic. And John Blacksad is this, uh, this, this black cat, uh, that is a private eye and he is, as many private eyes, he gets embroiled in getting a little too close to one of his clients who turns up dead and he is trying to figure out who and, and, and why she died. Um, and it's, uh, it's just an incredible visual book. It's one of those, those works where if you've ever seen Mr. Guarnido at a con and we were fortunate enough to see him at uh, New York comic con, he's repped by Jason Schachter, uh, at essential sequential. He, he's always packed because number one, he doesn't come to the states all that often. Number two, his work is just stunning. It's it's it, it it you look at the pages and you feel like you're looking at cell animation from an amazing the Disney cartoon. book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 truly incredible. And this is adult anthropomorphic, right? This is yeah. This isn't quite um, Omaha the Cat Dancer. I mean, there's no. no overt porn, but but there are there are these characters do have sex. Again, it's not pornographic per se but it's definitely r-rated you'll see boobs yeah absolutely you'll see boobs and you'll see you know ass and implied implied sexual you know you'll you know they're they're having sex although yeah. it's, it's covered up it's more cinemax late night sex than than uh than porn hub sex but either way um it, the, the the it takes place in the 50s so there's there's just this amazing backdrop of uh of, of, uh, it's a very glamorous time. Everyone's in suits and top hats and, uh, and, in, in dresses. It's just, it's a beautiful looking time. Uh, there are, um, in, they're in the, in the, in the first volume, they're in the mists through all this of a red, of the red scare of the McCarthyism era. So everybody's on communist watch and, uh, and is afraid of, of that. And, and it's just a, a beautiful, beautiful book that, um, just for those that, that know Angoulême is, is arguably the most prestigious European Comic-Con every year. And they do a, uh, an Eisner, their version of the Eisners and, um, Black Sad has won both for best series and best artwork. Um, so it, it, I highly recommend it. It's still available. The Black Sad hardcover, um, by Dark Horse Originals. Uh, the original is in French, which you can find as well. But the, you know, Dark Horse originals are fully translated. It's written by Juan Diaz Canales and again, art by Juanjo Garnido. And it's incredible. I, I, I am about halfway through Silent Hell. Um, I have not read Amarillo yet, so I will talk about those in more detail down the road. But, uh, 
this is one of those books where if you haven't read it, shame on you because yes. even if you again, even if you're not into noir or detective stuff, the 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 visuals alone, it, it's it's worthy of being a coffee table book just purely on the cartooning. So if you're not into the story, so be it. But but I think the story is quite good as well. So uh, the first book is um, it's three stories and it's it is absolutely gorgeous, it's mm-hmm. stunning. Um, I do 184 have, pages. Yeah. Uh, I have a Silent Hell. I haven't read. It's right here on the shelf next to the first collection. Um, still have to read it. I do not have uh, Emerio yet, so I have to get that. Okay. What you got, Vince? I opened my package. Oh. <laughs> David, you beautiful man. <laughs> you beautiful man. What did I do? I now own. It's a diptych because it's in two pieces. It is. It's uh, an Archam Trakhanov uh, spread from Undertow. Mm. You know the part where the the uh, the rebels are are going up against the 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 primitive man on the surface and they're beating the shit out of them and it's awesome and you can you can actually see how he works. Yeah, some of the pieces are pasted on here. That was my concern. Oh no, that's awesome. Because I well, I figured that that would after talk. And I also spoke to Jason about it, but I think because I I had um. I'd emailed court because I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, um, you know, were these like eight and a half by 11 pages, like, like that he just pasted onto the board for the double page spread. And apparently, um, his art, his, his workspace is extremely cramped. So he does have to kind of work in smaller, um, formats and then, make it so that it'll um because if you go to the site and you look at his other pages there are some pages where it looks like he drew on the board and then he drew on other pieces of paper and then taped them onto the board but i i thought that the um the double page spread would be neat and and the fact that it is so different than like the the, the mateo double page spread that jason posted where he's obviously the, you know so it, but the the theme is basically you know you guys both got something from that feature underwater scenes Love it. Yeah. And there's a, there's a very, very light teal going on here too, where, uh, um, I gotta see this I in person. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether he uses that as guides for where to draw or if he uses it to accent the art, but it does both. And, uh, um, and you can see the, uh, some of the shading is thumbprints and he does it a lot. <laughs> And there's, there's fingerprints. If I wanted to get this guy on like a murder rap, I can plant these <laughs> fingerprints everywhere. This is awesome. Oh, well, glad Thank you like you, it. David. No, I like it a lot. Awesome. Yeah. That bringing the OA skills. Yeah, it's fierce. There's people getting the, their shit fucked up on this page. One guy gets his head blown off. Hoot. <laughs> And that, since you were singing Felix's praises, I think Court is quite easy to work with as well. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Because again, when when I was going back and forth with him trying to, because I I had a few pages in mind for you, Vince, and and uh, I settled on that one because it it is a little different, and you know, it, it's the way I have my art displayed. I don't know how I'd be able to pull off a, a double page spread, but I just know that you like the the unique, so it's yeah. um it. It's gonna look awesome framed. Yeah. I just, it, it's, when I was going back and forth, well, not back and forth, but when I was emailing Cord, and, and again, he's another one who was extremely accommodating and, uh, answered my questions, and both dudes are extremely prompt, prompt. They, they, they reply with the quickness, and, uh, you know, it's not, whereas I leave people hanging, like, for weeks on end, they, 
They don't. So, um, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. This, um, is it Formica? This board that they shipped with this? Is that like standard procedure for these guys? Yeah, I would say so. I, I, I would say I get it in at least half the packages that I receive. Well, I'm going to re- repurpose this board and actually I'm going to paint on that. Oh, that's cool. I save them just yeah. in the, in the unlikely event that I ever have to ship art to somewhere else or something, but. Right. And I'm not even, I'm not even going to take off the, the tape or the priority mail repurposing stickers. I'm just going to paint right over those and leave those <laughs> as nice. part of the image. No, I love stuff like this. So this is Comic Con art. This is, this is court then. Yes, this is court. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. Merry Yay. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Ah, who else has to open stuff? Well, you both have more from me. Yes. And do. I have something from you, Sylvance. Well, why don't you open that up? All right, hold on. And I'm going to talk while you open that because, again, I have to reiterate something you've been harping on for ages. Okay. And I've recently uh, consumed the first two trades. I think there are three total. And I got to say, I think East of West is pretty much the <laughs> The best thing that Hickman has ever written. That's well, I love Hickman, so I don't know if I. It's hard for me to play favorites there, but the shit is ridiculously good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, just the the depth of the uh, the story, and I gotta say, whenever I see Crow, it does it does funny <laughs> things right? to my I know, to my I know. It really does, yeah. Yeah, no lie. I know, and, man. And, and it's it's suggested yeah. that she's that she's basically nude, save for a loincloth, but. They don't really go out of their way of, of, you know, the, you never see nipples, but the fact that she's just walking around badass topless, <laughs> I, I, I love it. And I gotta say, my, the Rangers by far my favorite character. Well, and, and, and huge props to Dorada for the, the, the character designs, right? I mean, because. Right. Uh, you know, the, the, the crow and then the, I mean, it, it's, you know, his deaths, deaths, Running mates are just incredible. I mean, how they yeah. flow into wolves and crows like that, and uh, just uh, the the just ah you know, uh, just every with with the 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 characters are every one of them is just so distinctive and well thought right. out, and uh, I just uh, it's, it's it's just a magical series. Just the one panel where right before they get to the uh, I think it's at the towards the end of the 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 second volume, right before they get to the the the. Let's just say the person that knows where Death's son is being held and, and Wolf is, he's like kind of genuflecting and he's got his arms down, but at the ends of his robe, they're not hands. They're two wolf's heads that are coming right. out yeah. for, oh, it's amazing, amazing I stuff. And I, I wish I could calculate the distance of that shot. Oh, uh, I wish I could calculate how much. Can it you imagine how, that page. how far away that was? I know. And he's just like, oh, it's amazing, amazing oh, stuff. Oh, dude. You're the man. What'd you get? Dude, I, you took a chance here because I buy a lot of stuff from Fantagraphics. Mm-hmm. How'd you know that I didn't have this? Because, well, I was hoping you didn't because it was... Well, I, I came asked close it. to ordering it the last time they had the sale. <laughs> yeah, I asked David because there's a volume in there that's exclusively Jack Davis. I know. You're, uh, yeah. Vince is the man. He gave me the, uh, the slip-covered four-volume hardcover EC library collection. Which includes Corpse uh, on the Engine by uh, Mr. Harvey Kurtzman, uh, Taint the Meat, It's the Humanity by Mr. Jack Davis, uh, Came the Dawn by Mr. Wallace Wood, aka Wally, and Fifty Girls, Fitty Girls Fitty by Mr. Al Williamson. 
And yep. uh, before, and, and speaking of this, we uh, we gave him a happy birthday shout out a week or two ago. But uh, upon turning ninety, Mister Davis has uh, announced that he's officially retiring from the comics business as well. Well, I think there was an update. Oh, that. there was. Yeah, I think it was on Bleeding Cool where it's Jack Davis is kind of not retiring. Wait, now. really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't read the article, but I saw the the. Wait, he changed his mind. I, I, like I said, I didn't read any. Oh, he said Jason still hasn't asked me for a commission. I know. Well, can you imagine a Jack <laughs> Davis commission? No. Shit. I mean, I buy a lot of art, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... Well, always next Christmas. Out of the three of us, I think you're the only one that could ever, you know, make that work. Yeah. So but, tell me, but... uh, now since you live and breathe EC, which of these oh, is your personal favorite? Hmm. I think that's pretty impossible to answer. Okay. Well, that's good. I, I I would put the Wally Wood one next to the Jack Davis okay. one as as being the top. I love the Kurtzman and the the uh, the Williamson. I, it's it's really ridiculous to pick. Yeah, these are all gorgeous, man. Thank you so much. This is and it's a nice packaging. You know, Fantagraphics doesn't get enough credit for their their the overall packaging. They, these are yeah. nice hardcovers, and the slipcase is beautiful, and it has yeah. the it has. Uh, Quartile images from each of the creators on on the the slipcase sides. It's beautiful, and it it doesn't help matters that each one of those books is a different genre, right? The, no, I understand. You know, yeah. So you're asking me to pick between horror, sci-fi, war, or more sci-fi. I I I could never pick. No. Fair enough. Well, thank you so yeah. much, brother. Hey, love them. Hope you nice. enjoy them. All right. So, what's left? Just the stuff that you guys have for me. Mm-hmm. All right, well, go ahead. Open up number four. Well, why don't you talk about something? Oh, geez. Um, you, ooh, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I've been reading. I read the Black Sad. I read. Uh, I, I, I continue to get caught up with Manhattan Projects, which is phenomenal. Pitar is just insane. Uh, I got to get on that too. Oh, absolutely, you do. Uh, no question about that. Uh, well, would you, uh, David, what did you think of all new Captain America number two? It looks gorgeous. Oh uh, my God. Pages yeah. are for sale, by the way. Oh, dude. I, you know, if, if uh, I'm trying to. It's Falcon versus Crossbones, essentially, is what the issue is. I it, mean, yes, yes. Versus, I mean, with, with an awesome reveal of another character who I haven't, yeah. um, who I've seen recently in, in a, uh, in the Shang-Chi book, but, um, it's, uh, it, it, it looks amazing. And, and you say the pages are for sale. And yes, I wouldn't mind. I have no imminent in, in my collection, but I, as, if anything was coming out right now that I really want a page from, it would probably be Quapel's stuff on, on Amazing Spider-Man right now. But that, this is not going to happen. I'll just, <laughs> I'll, I'll look at the art and, uh, it, it is, like yeah, you said, that's actually Boku bucks. Yeah. Um, six, six to eight hundred for a, Standard page, I would say. Yeah. And then with, higher from. Um, and the pro, well, not the problem, but the opportunity with that book is that since it's Spider-Verse, there's no inventory pages, you know? I mean, every page has got some type of spider yeah. character on. So. It's almost every page is a winner, but every page will. Yeah, there isn't no hundred and a quarter page. Uh. Right, every page is a winner, exactly. The, um, there was, I kind of had to remember the end. I remember the last page of the first issue, but I really don't remember um, 
the boy that they had to save or that they thought they were saving. But, uh, you know, once I caught up with that, because even, even the recap page didn't really, it basically told you who Captain America is right now, why it's not the white dude and who no matter. <laughs> and it's, it's, and now you're up to speed, but the, it's fast paced. It's, it's a nice action packed issue. Um, it it flows real well. It, it it's gorgeous, and it remembers telling this Captain America story that 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 I think uh, I'm all in. It's you know I've I've been with it since he started the the, the previous volume. So um you know I'm I'm not I'm not stopping now. I want to see where it's going and pulling out all the stops with the um with the goons, and you know you get to the last page and. You kind of think maybe what you see is it re- but only because we've been reading comics for so long. Mm-hmm. It's probably not as bad as it looks, but it's still one of those things where you don't know enough about the character. So uh, let's see what happens in issue number three. But I thought, I thought it was a really good second issue. It, it didn't, uh, there was no slowdown. It didn't, uh, didn't make you really. Second guess yourself. If if you read the first issue and now you're reading this one, you're still you're I I think you're getting your money's worth. I, I have no problems with the second issue. I loved it. I, I I'm with you. The art is just stunning. Uh I love that uh that Sam is a hero in this book. Yes. Unlike everyone yes. else right now. Yes, yeah. Um and I would. I, I didn't expect this issue to go this way in the sense that that based on the huge reveal in the last page of the first issue, which uh, again, if I wasn't married to three kids, I would own. Yes. Um, I, I thought it would be more like the you know we'd kind of get right to that where he'd be fighting the entire Masters of Evil or whatever they're going to call themselves. But uh, but it makes some sense to to limit it to another battle with effectively one other character and Crossbones is a badass. Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I, I was a big fan. I think this is a strong start to the, to the new book for sure. And I, I like how, um, Remender is, is giving you just a little bit of, uh, as each issue opens or as, as the pre, as the, these two issues open, we get a glimpse of Sam way back when, when, right. uh, when, when dad was still alive and, and before he, um, he got all pimp strong, but it's been a, uh, it's, yeah, pimp strong. It's, it's, I, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Nice. We got Vince. I got the Howard the Duck omnibus. Yes. Dude. And you know what? I'm glad you got me the second printing. I think this covers way better than the first one. I thought you would. Because it's Frank Bruner and it's got the man thing along with Howard and Beverly. Yeah, this is great. Yes, sir. It reprints. um, You don't just get Howard 1 to 33. You get Adventure into Fear 19, Man Thing number 1, Giant Size Man Thing 4 and 5, the Treasury Editions in here. And they also included Marvel Team Up number 96. Yup. With uh, Spider-Man and Howard. Uh. uh the uh this is like one of my my favorite book ever i know could be could very well be yeah yeah you know this there's more um i the so much i have the uh the marvel 75 years omnibus mhm oh you really collecting 
fifth. You got him paper too. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Renee's ass is burning uh, right uh, now. She's like, "Oh, what's back there?" That's I bet why I gave her a gift to help ameliorate. <laughs> <the situation. laughs> nice. I, bet, I bet y'all finish this before I finish Morrison's X Men Omnibus. The uh, collecting Fantastic Four number one, forty eight through fifty and two eighty five. Nice. Uh, Hulk number one from 1962. Avengers number one, N57. Um, Amazing Spider-Man number 31, 32, and 33. Nice. And 50 and 121 and 122. Well, he is the flagship character. It is true. Mm. Uh, Incredible Hulk number 181. Giant Size X-Men number one, X-Men number 141, Uncanny X-Men number 142, Daredevil 181, ooh, Marvel Graphic Novel number one, and- No shit. And no shit, and number five, uh, Thor number 337, nice, Marvel's number one, wow, we, okay, um, it's like we completely skipped over a decade, uh, X-Men Alpha, with Age of Apocalypse. Thunderbolts number one. Amazing Spider-Man from 1999 number 36. The, uh, the black cover. Um. Which is really expensive if you wanted to buy that back issue. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Inordinately expensive. Yeah. I, I have it. Um. Ultimates number one. Captain America from 2005. Number 25. Hawkeye number 11 from 2012. And material from Captain America Comics number one, Amazing Fantasy number 15, basically telling you that the first story in that issue didn't matter, and Amazing Spider-Man number 248 and 700. How big is that book? How how many pages? Wumba. Well, you, you don't have to open it up, but is it like two inches? It's, yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's like, it's like the, the burn, fantastic, it's like any other omnibus, it's, um, wow. Uh, Hawkeye number one, Hawkeye number 11 starts at page 971. Oh my goodness. I'm a crook that next time I come over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So we only have one more thing, yes? Yes. And that's me. No, well, David has, you both have one more thing. Oh, nice. Well, um, I think I shot my wad as far as what I read. Okay. Because you're, you're right. I have been doing a lot of the Gundam. Yes. But it's it's kind of hard to stop. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I, um... Well, no, because I stopped. I stopped after three episodes. I just got behind and haven't gotten back, so... It's daunting. You know, these things come out pretty frequently, and all of a sudden I'm looking at five giant volumes that I'm behind. It's yeah. the same thing that happened with, with uh, 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 what, 20th Century Boys and... Uh, oh, I still haven't finished Pluto. Pluto. Now that you think about it, yeah. yeah. Right, and the page count on these things is at least exactly. five, 500 pages exactly. of uh, volume. So who's opening? You're opening, Vince? He's opening. I am. Right. I think it's art. It looks like it. Cat, get, stop. Either that or it's one of those tin signs that you see in the mall. Oh, I love those. That hobby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not that we shop there anymore. Oh, he even wrapped uh, inside. Pick <laughs> number five. What it is. You son of a bitch. You oh. son of a bitch. 
What'd you get? Oh, wait, you're opening yours too simultaneously? Yeah, oh, we're dub buddy time. I see it. I see Showing it. the moment. I see it. Sorry. It's a Gil Kane. <laughs> go, go ahead, Vince. Talk about yours, Vince. Oh, I got another Archer I'm tracking off from issue, I believe, number one of Undertow. And it's the uh, the double spread where they surface. Yeah. Great minds think alike, Tap and I. I love that page. I love both of them, but now I have, I have, I'm like, I'm cornering the market on Trakhanov art. And, this and is great. much like David was saying, uh, the page that you have is, isn't like a true double page in the sense that he essentially, like there's a, it almost like has an appendage. It's, it's got one fool, but then it's, the other one isn't like it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like he, it's, it's almost, uh, orthogonal. It's not. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Let me, yeah. let me get this off here. Oh, I dropped my samurai sword. There it is. Ah. And this page has a very light violet right. as opposed to yeah. the, the teal that was on the other page. Yes. I would love to be a, a a fly on the wall to see how he's doing this. I think he's great. I, I just adore his art. All right. Nice. All right. Look Merry at, Christmas. Look at that. You're all you're all undertowed up now. Oh yeah. I'm thinking. I'm working out in my head how I can frame these things to make them work together. Well, you're artistic. You can probably map them yourselves. Oh shit! No, I hate cutting map board. That oh. is like no. I, I would. But even back in school, I paid somebody to cut map board. Uh. That is like the worst thing in the world to do. <laughs> you know yourself. You got to get that corner exact. You 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 go over just a little bit, and it's. Fakaka. It is. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, man. And I think now that I'm getting the the lay of the land, I see how he numbers them. This is issue one, page seventeen, and the one David gave me is issue three, page six. Mm-hmm. Sounds about nice. right. Nice. Respect. You can never have enough tracking off. Now Daph's the only one that doesn't own tracking off art. <laughs> What do you have? I got that kick-ass Rocket Raccoon commission he did for me. Oh, that's right, right, right. Which he has up on his website. So, Dap, you not, get? You're not, you're not legit until you get undertow. What'd you get, Dap? I can't. I, <laughs> I, I can't. This dude, I'm, I'm done. I just, <laughs> I really can't. I'm, I can't go. Oh, on. nice, dude. You play, you, well, what it is? Come on. <laughs> You don't, you don't understand. Holy oh, shit. That's awesome. Oh, fuck. That makes you all happy. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> what is it? I would guess that it's Green Lantern issue 40. Oh, you'd fucking guess right. Yeah, boy. Yes. That's the grail, isn't it? <laughs> that's oh, yeah. Grail. Paper up in there. Son of a bitch. Paper. Number 40 from October. Uh, happy Christmas. Oh, thank you, brother. Holy shit. I can't. Yeah, it's a nice copy too, right? It really is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I was on the hunt, man. I had to find one that, that, that represented that was nice. No uh, reader copies from a man dap. If you having that reader copy shit. And it's not slab, so I don't have to slap nothing open. Uh, no, it's, it's straight up in Mylar. It's a, it's a raw book. I, I, I bought from a dealer that I trust and is a, so it's a raw book, which, uh, is, I don't, I don't, I don't buy a lot of raw books anymore, but, but I trust this guy, so. 
Yeah, the back the back cover's nice. It's it's like I had it sent to me first so I can inspect it to make sure there's no bullshit going on. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't. I, I there's really I'm done. <laughs> no, nice, awesome. I'm glad. So I I was right when I said Gil Kane. You were right. You were. Yep. There you yeah. go. It's a great cover, man. It's a great cover. The cover presents really well in person. It does. It does. It's a beautiful book. Yeah. So there you go. Go wake the woman up and say, I got some paper. Uh, I just. <laughs> you could pass this off as art though. Tell her it's art. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's sure, art. she'll, uh, I, yeah, she'll, she'll. Art of paper. Art of paper. Yep. Why is this, why is this? So camp? for those that aren't get it following along in the dialogue. So it's, uh, it's Green Lantern number 40, which is the first meeting of Hal Jordan and, um, uh, Alan Scott. Alan Scott. Uh, the, the original, the, the Golden Age Green Lantern and the Silver Age Green Lanterns meeting for the first time. And it's one of David's favorite issues and one of his favorite covers of all time. And we were passively looking for it at New York Comic Con, but the only ones that were around were slabbed, high-grade copies that go for a, a, a lot of money. <laughs> like, you know, ridiculous amounts of money. And so it kind of became a, uh, a moot point at New York Comic Con to, to continue. Almost looking. like a running joke, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. So I, uh, I kept my eye out and found, found a copy that, uh, I thought looked great and wasn't slabbed. And there you go, man. I don't, cause uh, one of the cool things that, you know, is when you, I think one of the awesome parts of giving a gift is if you, if you're going to give someone, you know, that they wouldn't get it themselves. And so I know you wouldn't, you wouldn't buy that for yourself. So no, not anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. I just, yeah, no, that's the, this is, you can, I don't know how you're going to top this, but it, it's, <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, I, like, like Jason said, it's, it, it also plants the seeds for Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's, it's, um, Crone is all up in this piece. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, so there's that whole JLA Avengers event. It, it's just, it's one of those issues where I've had, I've had a lot, not a lot. I've had, I've had some Silver Age Green Lantern by Gil Kane. I've had, um, I had some of the issues from, uh, Hard Traveling Heroes, uh, and I don't have them anymore. So, um, this is, uh, this is nice. This, this is real nice. There you go. I think we all did really well. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh boy. Well, I guess we can't top this, so we might as well go out on top. Ha. <laughs> um, once again, DCBS is the best discount comic book service, dcbservice.com, where you can get all your books, get them cheap, get them delivered right to your door for a fraction of what they'd cost you anywhere else. Dark Horse, Richard Corbin, Rat God, number one, $1.99. Spawn Resurrection, $1.49, and Spider-Gwen, number one, $1.99. And while you're at it, do some searching for the Valiant books because DCB Service has amazing deals on the Valiant bundles. You can get all the books for a fraction of the cost. Um, the Valiant number one is out there. Number two is coming shortly. Paulo Rivera, Matt Kent, Jeff Lemire, and don't forget about the Valiant First Look available at Comixology, Comics Plus, Madefire, and DriveThroughComics.com. I did. I really don't have an in your travels. Mm. I guess I'll have to come up with one real quick. Uh, read Exo Manowar because they're introducing the Armorines oh, into, yeah. in, into the mix. Yeah, and uh, it's getting pretty. Well, it has been good, but it's getting pretty cool. The uh, the, the story's ramping up, and I guess it's going. The Armorines 
uh, storyline is going to lead into the next big event because there's a, a page following the Armarine story that lets you in on the, the, uh, what's going on. Somewhere, massive amounts of robots are amassing. And it's not going to be pretty. So check out Exo Manowar. I think 31 came out this past Wednesday. Did it? Get in on there. It's really good stuff. Sorry, but I'm, it's the season. (laughs) (laughs) Blame the season. Uh, um, in your travels, I finished, uh, I finally read the third issue of the Grendel versus the Shadow, uh, crossover miniseries and it, um, it, Ended as, as, uh, as I would expect it to. It, it's, um, it's still a really good, um, story for something that you didn't think you would think would never happen with these two characters. And, um, Hunter Rose really tries to, uh, well, he, he makes his presence known and, and he definitely, um, gets the better of, of the shadow during, during their exchanges and, and shadow also ends up um being able to hold his own against him so they they have some pretty good banter between them and it's a uh it, it's definitely um i really enjoyed the last page where hunter is um reminiscing about his adventure um from the past and thinking about loves he lost and and people he can trust because of something that happens in the third issue, um, he's betrayed. And when he thinks about people who would never betray him, he mentions his dear Stacy, which of course you kind of just have to chuckle about, but it's still a, um, it, it's that Wagner. I, the, the way it ended, just like it started off where, you know, in the past it's all in full color, but then the last page when, um, Hunter is, is, uh, kind of going over everything. It's, it's in black and white and red, just, just like the, uh, the series started off with when we were in the present day or, or the eighties with, um, during the Hunter Rose portion of it. So I, I recommend it. I, I don't know if it's been solicited as, as a collection, if it's going to be in hardcover. I, I definitely recommend it. If, if you're a Shadow fan, you'll enjoy it. If you're a Grendel fan, you'll enjoy it. And, um, if you're a Matt Wagner fan, it's, it's pretty much a, a must have. Nice, dude. This Howard the Duck omnibus has the letters pages. Oh yeah, it's the whole, it's all the issues. It's yeah. it's they they don't cut anything out. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I the, some people don't like Marvel omnibus omnibus because they are so large, making them a bit unwieldy. And I I, de- I mean, there's some truth to that if you're trying to sit there on, put it on your lap and read it. But uh, but from a archival perspective, I think yes, that is, yes, I think absolutely incredible. Yeah. yeah um, right. So in your travels, I'm kind of with Vince. I didn't really think this through. Um, uh, but, uh, let's see. In your travels, uh, give God Hates Astronauts a read. If, if you aren't already, um, by our buddy Ryan Brown. It is just incredibly funny every month. I, 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 I don't know. I think this is one of those things where you, you can't teach somebody to be funny, right? It's, uh, you just are funny, right. I think. I, I, I think Ryan is just genuinely funny person. The way his mind works, he sees ways to connect things in odd ways, and 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 generate a punchline from them. And he can do that by both both visually and with his words. Uh, so uh, again, if you've a long time listening to the show, you're no stranger to our singing 
this book's praises, but um, I, I just read the last uh, the last two issues of it uh, of the ongoing from Image uh, this this past week, and uh, it's it's just great. It really is just generally great, and uh, I I hope and presume it's doing well, but uh, you can always make it do better. So if if right. you're not if you already haven't jumped on the bandwagon, shame on you and and get on it. And you know what? It also works against brownie because uh the humor that is because it's something you can't communicate easily right like if if you said to me why is ryan brown so funny i would have a hard time telling you without going into detail step by step on how he and it's just it's a it's a really it's a very funny book but if if i was hard pressed to tell you why you i would fail you would have to experience it yourself that's the only way to do it Uh, i would agree yeah, it's a highlight every month. I love it. Uh, and also to uh, just give a, a, a little quick shout out to uh, our friends at Image and uh, Ron, because I well, I guess we'll do one more episode before this. But uh, Thursday, January eighth is the latest and greatest Image Expo. Ah, uh, yes. So at the Europa Buena Center for the Arts in San Fran, and uh, anyone that's an Image fan knows that these expos have become. The, the tentpole events for Image to set the table for what they've got coming in the coming next year. Uh, and this year there's, uh, you've got, uh, BKV is going to be there. McFarlane will be there. Marjorie Liu, who by the way is gorgeous. Yes. Have you seen her? Yes. Crikey's. I mean, yeah. shoo. Um, you've got, That's uh, my jam. what's that? That's my jam. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. And I believe she used to be a lawyer, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Jeff Lemire, who I think will be making his triumphant return to the show in 2015. Um, by the way, you know, it's been like five years since we had Jeff on. Wow. Doesn't it see? That's crazy, right? Yeah, it seems like yesterday. Uh, Emmy Lennox will be there. Scott Snyder will be there. Emma Rios, James Robinson, Brandon Graham, and a bunch of surprise guests. And I must admit, I know who many of the surprise guests are, but I have promised to keep them a surprise for fear of death. <sighs> Um, well, I can tell you guys after we stop recording, but, um, but it's going to be awesome. You know, image is, uh, going to, going to wow you guys again. They've got a bunch of awesome creators coming aboard, either doing more stuff uh, or, or people that you haven't seen do stuff at image before that you care about that are going to be going there. So stay tuned. And, uh, if you happen to be in the San Fran area and you go to it, um, tap our buddy Ron Richards on the, on the back of the, the shoulders and tell him how, you wouldn't buy image books if it weren't for 11 o'clock comics. Yeah. <laughs> and also remind him that we would review a lot more image books if we had them in our hands. That is true. Absolutely right. I agree with that. 150%. And for the record, Dad. Yes. Theoretically. Yes. Theoretically, if there was a situation where you could get physical copies of image books, would that be a problem for Renee? I uh, no. Once once I explain, no. I mean, if she's like, oh, meaning that box. they wouldn't because they weren't incurring a cost, and you could they, pass them on at that the that that second point is the latter. Is key. Yeah. Okay. It would. I mean, yes. That I mean that not cost isn't as big as a deal these days. But yeah, no, I would. Um, well, suffice to say, I think it was important to get that on the record because there was some confusion about that. Oh, okay. So. Dude, I have never known you to sink so low. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Right? It was, it was, I felt a little uncomfortable. 
Dude, Tell this the is devil, like the holy grail. This is like the golden fleece, like seeing it oh, and ready to grab it yeah. and then having Hercules yeah. be airdropped right in between you and the fleece and punch you in the face. I, I totally agree. Right? Totally. Oh. <laughs> hey, everybody. Get out there and have a, have a great holiday. Be good to your loved ones and just enjoy yourself. Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry. So stay tuned for the 11 o'clock, uh, 11 o'clockers. Make sure you give us iTunes reviews. That could be your Christmas present to us. Uh, make sure you go to our new forums at 11 o'clockcomics.com, which, uh, you know, we're always looking for, for new, new, new activity there. And, uh, stay tuned for, uh, a lot of, of awesome guests next year. I think we have a yes. pretty long list of people that have either expressed interest or, or, or have said they would be happy to do the show. And we're going to start lining them up and knocking them down as, as the, as the opportunity arises. We have a formula, and you you will it will be revealed in the new year. Yep. yep. Thank you for being here. Go go. Be safe and healthy and happy and enjoy yourself. Merry Christmas, and uh, I guess we'll be doing an episode before the new year. So just Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Say good night, David. Good night, David. Merry Christmas. Happy Thank you.